the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. those babies hello there good afternoon everybody welcome it's the start of the phillips file this one for thursday that's thursday june 28th the year 2018 good afternoon everybody Uh, my name is jim phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff whatever your stuff might happen to be news current events we'll do that we'll talk about your life feel free to talk about mine and of course we'll find so many other things to discuss we always do so take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. Why don't you? You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. That's Real Mobile 77031. Agree or disagree. Doesn't matter. And we'll see what you have to say. And we may use that on the air. That's Real Mobile 770 on the phones. Long distance, toll free, one 978 1041 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She's got news in a few minutes. Yes, We're going to work sir. off that. Jack is with us. Beekman is here. Whoa. Later in the program. <laughs> Surprise. Right man. after the news with Mo. Bonus round of closest to the pin, of course. Once again, your opportunity to win a You Matter business card guaranteeing you good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose bad luck for 24 hours, followed by Jack's audio file. We'll talk with Pat Clark today. Now, listen up. You know, Pat handles sports over at Channel 2. We've been talking with Patrick for many, many, many years. <clears throat> He's a great storyteller. He's a good friend of the program. Knows the sports and all that stuff. But as you remember, a couple of months ago, Pat, on this program, announced that he had discovered that he has a half-sister. And uh, according to uh, my sources, which happens to be Jack Bradshaw. How you doing? That uh, Patrick (laughs) finally met his half-sister. So this... uh, yeah, this every other yeah. So this we're going to spend probably a majority of talking with Patrick about how that meeting went. Whoa! His father. Let me get this right. Yeah. Patrick's father, before he met his mother Betty, in Iowa, Colfax <clears throat> up in that area. Yeah. Um, had I guess a relationship with another woman. This is well before Betty and the kids, right? Yep. And I can't quite remember. I think it was through Facebook or some kind of genealogy, Wasn't whatever it was. Yeah. 23andMe or one of them. There was a connection all of a sudden. Uh, and to make a long story short, he finds out that, in fact, his father fathered a child, right? Yes. Correct. Are, so far, so good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I keep forgetting this. Is it? Is, and then that woman, right? Yes. The offspring? Or the mother, the the other the child. The child. The child had a child. Wasn't no, no, it no, the no, child no. that got a hold and then said, "Wait a minute, go ahead." 
Okay, so uh, uh, Pat Clark's dad yeah. had a relationship prior to uh, meeting uh, Pat Clark's, what we know as Pat Clark's mom, Betty. And unbeknownst to the dad, a, a woman he was with had a child, his child. His child. He, he did not know about that. Right. And that child, Pat Clark's half-sister, is whom he met through some way through genealogy and anyway. and mm. met last week. Now, Pat's got a, a passel of sisters. I think five or six. Or eight. And uh, I think at least one of them was yeah. into, you know, you know how that would be. You find out something about your father. Maybe it's that Midwest whatever, what was going, you know. Yeah. A lot of questions, and I think at least one of them, I don't know which one, wasn't too crazy about the idea of, you know, meeting the half-sister. Patrick was like, I, I got to well, do this. He's, he talked yeah. to her on the phone. He arranged it's, the meetings. Your reality has changed. I don't think it's a Midwest Sorry. thing. And I think this yeah. is a common thing we're seeing more and more with the ants, with DNA now being able to reveal relatives oh. you didn't have. My what wife. I have a half brother out there? My yes. wife. Half sister. My wife has a whole new family like tree and met an, an uncle she never knew she had because of DNA. So anyway, Patrick has met up with his half sister. He's. More than willing to talk about it this afternoon. Mm. It's very exciting. I'm pumped. Me too. <laughs> I wonder if the it Clark be girls. Interesting. I wonder if the Clark girls have come around. Well, I'll ask that. I wonder if the half sister looks anything like his Pat. sisters oh. or Pat. What if she has a mustache? No, stop it. Like the nicest. He mustache. did say that the this uh, <laughs> half sister does resemble one of them. Uh, there's definitely a family resemblance. Oh, yeah, I think that That's was not well-received just... when he shared that Probably with his Probably not. Right. They didn't want any part of that, no. So, uh, so anyway, we got that uh, with Patrick later mm-hmm. in the afternoon. That Very should be exciting. interesting. You yeah. could also ask him about the comic book he's in. What? Wait, what? There's a new graphic novel comic book about Scott Frost and the recruitment of Scott Frost oh, really? to Nebraska. I saw it, on, it was on Pat's Twitter page, and a texter, Real Mobile 77031, says that Pat is actually in the comic book. Mm-hmm. Rescuers Ooh. punched a hole into the side of a mountain today in a desperate attempt to drain rising water from a flooded cave in northern uh, Thailand, Ooh. where 12 boys and their soccer coach have been missing for five days. Mm-hmm. News Junkie was talking about this. Says here the effort appeared unsuccessful, and the situation remained dire with no guarantee that the water will soon recede from the cave with months left in Thailand's rainy season. Uh, divers have been unable to navigate passages filled with muddy water. Ay-yay-yay. These kids are all down in there somewhere? I used to know a bunch I, of people yeah. that uh, were into underwater cave diving. Yeah. No, well, thank you. But yeah. the thing is, I, I'm sorry, but it wasn't underwater when they were exploring it the soccer team and the coach is what 25 years old it's just right. a cave yeah i mean just the idea of a cave now it fills up yeah, with water cave or underwater cave or whatever it is that underwater cave diving i don't get that sorry you know don't even <laughs> nope. you, there's no reason to even mention it i'm not interested i get the willies just thinking about it Mm-mm. these guys in some cases my my first wife was uh was a um she wasn't a professional diver, mm. but she did a lot of underwater speech research, and it was trying to develop uh, systems by which scuba divers could uh, communicate with one another. Now, that's come a long way since mm-hmm. since those days, but um, she knew a lot of cave divers, 
And she was a qualified, she was a great diver, but it was she had no interest in that whatsoever. There, in some cases, they'll go into these caves underwater, a lot of it in Florida, by the way. And, uh, and, the, and the passageway this passageway is so narrow, they'll have to take their tank off. They keep the regulator in their mouth. They have to take the tank off, tank off, squeeze through the hole, then pull the tank. And by the way, they can't upset any of the silt. You know, there's no current. There's no movement mm-hmm. of water in these underwater caves. Yeah. So if your fin or your flipper or whatever you want to call it, you know, hits, uh, uh, hits the silt. It just picks up all the, yeah. and then you don't, you don't know up, up from down and right from left and this. I can't even, I can't even imagine. I don't think there's probably been at least one cave diving death in Florida every year. I would not be surprised, if not more. Isn't is that spelunking? Spelunking is, that is different? K is cave exploration, but I don't think it's underwater. Yeah, it's now correct. maybe they have underwater spelunking, well, these but I think spelunking by itself is. Uh, like in a, like these kids were in a mountain. They weren't underwater. They were in a mountain. They were exploring, yeah, no. right? So is that considered spelunking? Is my question. Yes. What the kids were doing with right. their soccer coach, going yeah, into think, caves in a mountain. Yeah, but if you're going to Carlsbad Cavern, right? Yeah. And you take the elevator down, you start walking around. And, yeah. And that's not spelunking. That's paying a visit. Mm. Spelunker. <laughs> well, I think, spelun- you know, I think spelunkers <laughs> is is an is a vocation. It is a is is a hobby. You know, they got the whole thing. They want to go under the under the mm. caves and search caves. That's that's spelunking. Spelunking. But if you're just going, you know, you're on a camp trip and you go to Carlsbad Caverns, you're not a spelunker. <laughs> you're paying a visit. Now there might be a spelunker who shows you around, mm. but I, uh, I'm going to hey, be yo. crazy about that idea. <laughs> sure. No. Well, you have claustrophobia, so yeah. But some that of these caverns, they're so. huge. I mean, they're huge. Some of these caverns. Splurpa. What's that mean, splurpa? Well, it's like a sherpa, but a spelunker. Oh. A guide to show you around when you're just visiting. All right, so think about this in the minute that I have remaining before we break and they get ready for the news. We're in the elevator last night. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm in there with Mo, and then uh, you hold the door for another couple to come in. Another couple comes in. The woman is holding a cooler. A small igloo cooler. And Mo will tell the rest of the story. you got about a minute. Yeah. So the she was on as a guest on a radio program across the hall, something, and she, the the host, the the man in the in these two, um, after you know we're almost down to the bottom floor, looks at her and says, "What's in the cooler?" And she hesitated to reveal what was in the cooler. So I said, "It's a shrunken head." What's in the cooler? I said it's probably a shrunken head. You got to be quick. You got to come funny. up. That was right, great. Good. I thought okay. it was a great rejoinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to be careful. She may have had a urine sample in there. She may have had something else that she she may have had her dead mother's ashes in there. I don't know what she had. You got to come up with you know it's but a you tarantula. You want to see? Yeah. You don't ask people what's in the cooler. It's like we used to play what's no, in the cooler. It's in the. No. You got to ask what's in the cooler. It's okay to ask. You want to know what's in the cooler? I got my lunchbox. Yeah. She was. It, it could have been an oversized little lunchbox, right? Yeah. She's holding this lunchbox. It, it's closed. And and the idea that he would ask her and reveal perhaps she's got a kidney in there. It's up to her how she responds. Right. Now you kind of intervened on her behalf to make the joke. Yeah, but it was funny. What did she say after that? Uh, it wasn't funny, whatever it was, because we would have remembered it. No, she <laughs> didn't sandwich. say anything. She, no. you know, I don't know. She sort of huffed and hubbada hubbada. She didn't really say anything. Yeah, so I think she was trying to hide something. Yeah. 
I think she had. She a, might have ripped off like a bunch of paper clips from the office. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't sure. want anybody to know. I it, think there was some kind of medical, like someone didn't kid- say live body parts. No, or, I thought a yeah. kidney. That's yeah, the yeah, other yeah. thing I thought. Maybe she's got a kidney yeah, in there. Because uh, she had no scrubs on. You got to wear scrubs yeah. if you're carrying a kidney around, don't you? I don't know, but I thought she had some kind of something. You got the schmata on your head, you know? Yeah, yeah, Maybe the stethoscope. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, Florida's busiest airport is right here in Orlando, and they are preparing for the busiest ever 4th of July holiday next week. Officials at OIA, Orlando International Airport, are expecting 1.4 million people over an 11-day travel period starting today and continuing until Sunday the 8th. Big deal. That's an increase of six, a little more than 6%. Over last year, the busiest day is this Sunday before the fourth, and the I guess the next busiest day yeah. will be the the following weekend. But they expect a total just on Sunday alone, hundred and forty five thousand people in and out of the airport oh. just on that one day. Holy smokes! Oh. The Orlando police officer shot in the head at that hostage standoff yeah. where the children were killed and mm-hmm. the gunman was killed and all that. He shot through the door early on. About nine o'clock that night, or mid, you know, something, and then proceeded to keep everybody, you know, on on the edge for almost twenty four hours. The Orlando police officer who was shot in the head at the start of that hostage thing uh, earlier in June is said to be making some good progress. Good. Officer Kevin Valencia's wife say uh, says today he's being moved to a rehab center in Georgia. That GoFundMe account is still open, so kick in a couple yeah. of bucks for him. And the and reason family. that they're moving him to Georgia, I was curious about this as well is that this rehab center specializes in treating victims of brain trauma. Yeah, what did I tell you? Yep. Her husband is still in a coma, sort of in and out, but does do, like, thumbs up. He will you know, squeeze your hand, breathe on his own. Good. You know, like he's making progress. So I thought that would be good news to start off. Jim, we'll, we'll move up the link for the GoFundMe page on our website at realradio.fm. Pick we have a long way to go. Put it near the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Florida's annual school report card contains some good news also. The Department of Education announced yesterday that more Florida schools earned either an A or a B compared to last year, and fewer schools got an F. The school report card is based on how well kids do overall on the standardized tests in reading, math, and social studies and science. Mm-hmm. Um, they say the grades, the A's and B's now, are the result of hard work by students, parents, teachers, and other leaders. Florida is... <laughs> Has also, again, good news. We are victorious. The water is ours. That's the word from the U.S. Supreme Court. There's a southeast water war. We are fighting Georgia about who owns the water. Yeah, Georgia says the water flows out of Georgia, and you guys are taking it all. Georgia's we want been, to keep it. That's right. Florida has has now been ruled victorious in the latest round of the Great Southeast Water War. Georgia's been using so much of the water that used to flow into Apalachicola Bay yeah. that the oyster industry has been decimated because they're hogging the water in Georgia. The U.S. Supreme Court sided with Florida in the latest legal challenge, sending the case back to a special master who ruled in favor of Georgia and said, do this again. There's still no end in sight to the legal battle. It's been going on for decades. 
as to who gets the water. Mm-hmm. We've been warned about this for Florida, many decades, Georgia. not by many, by me and uh, Henry Swanson. Henry Swanson, <laughs> when I moved name. to town, was the agricultural mm-hmm. extension agent. Mm-hmm. And Henry Swanson at the time said, is, is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you pay and over right. and over it. You de- continue yeah. this development. Water, you know, water sources will will dwindle and now you're having these water wars not just florida right. and georgia you're having water wars among municipalities that's true because you got some places that'll sink wells that might be you know like east Pajip, florida right and they get they and they go guess what we got water what do you want to pay for it uh-oh i don't you know like orlando that. needs a lot of water and that's i don't true. know if orlando you know what are you going to do sink a well at washington and orange Mm-mm. Florida's two U.S. senators, they don't win. The U.S. Supreme Court is the one who decided Florida wins this round. But the Florida's U.S. senators have very different ideas about the Supreme Court and who the Trumpster should nominate as a replacement for Anthony Kennedy, who stepped down yesterday. He'll be out as of July 31st. Democrat Bill Nelson says Trump should wait till after the midterms and then have the Senate do its work. But Republican Marco Rubio said, I'm looking forward to a fair and thorough confirmation process this fall. Uh, yeah. Which was not what he said. Sorry, they got during... us liberals and progressives by the short hairs on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's the way of the world. You gotta you just have to you keep have to keep reminding yourself to have faith in American institutions and in the character of the American people. We've been through worse things than this in uh, the two hundred more than two hundred years of our existence. So hang in there. Are buddy. you getting a cold? No. Who me? Yeah. No, not at all. Sounds a little. You sound different. Let's see. No. Why? Yeah, I don't know. You just sound different. Like, your voice is, like, straining a little bit. No, not at all. You're good. I might be because of those M&Ms. You get a little phlegmy. (laughs) (laughs) And one more Supreme Court story. One of the guys who may be on the short list is currently the Chief Justice of the Florida Supreme Court. Who's that? His name is Charles Kennedy. And uh, he's on a list of the 25 possible nominees that was released Last year, they ended up nah. getting Gorsuch, but they may pick this Floridian. Nah, that's uh, not going to happen. What? They're not going to pick some state judge. No, he's the charge. He is the chief justice of the U.S. Supreme of the Florida Supreme Court. He's not just any old judge, Jim. Oh, he is the that, chief no, justice no. of the Florida Supreme Court. That, that, nah, that's still state. They're going to go with a federal appeals court judge or a federal judge somewhere. They're not going to pick some ho- hokey guy from. In Tallahassee, who happens to just be just to be on the state supreme court, that's nothing. Anybody could do that. No, I don't think anybody. So. Any, no, that's not. Could right. I could do that standing on my head. No, I don't think so. It's yes. a state supreme court. Could the you Florida get Pinkman like, on the is, state supreme this court? This is like the difference between the sheriff's department and the police department. Mm. It's the difference between the federal courts and the state courts. People who are federal judges, they look at state judges and go, "Oh, seriously." Mm. I'm a federal judge. Yeah, for this cool. is a lifetime appointment. Look at you. I don't have to run for election. Mm-mm. Please. Uh, and uh, by the way, speaking of running <laughs> for re-election, a city official in Deland is in deep cockeye today what? in Volusia County. Deland City Commissioner Jeffrey Hunter was arrested on prescription drug charges. The FDLE went after this 59-year-old commissioner mm-hmm. who was involved in the sale or delivery of hydrocodone. There goes the weekend. His lawyer denies the charges and tells the Daytona Beach newspaper that. The accusation was made by an ex-girlfriend looking to embarrass They'll do it to you every single time. Every single time they'll get you. Let me take a little ah. break. Got more news with Mo. Plus, when we come back, the more news and then the food, food and birthdays. Yeah. Followed by that bonus round of Closest to the Pin on Real Radio 104.1. Food, birthdays, bonus round of Closest to the Pin. We have breaking news coming out of Maryland. Yes, Jim, we do. Uh, and that is uh, in Annapolis at the newspaper there. 
Uh, a newsroom has been shot up, four reportedly dead, 20-plus injured. Uh, it is a big police presence on the scene. People in the area are asked to shelter in place as a precaution, as they always do. Police are going floor to f- by floor now to ensure the building is safe. People are coming out of the building as- with their hands raised. And uh, this is the uh, building that houses the Capital Gazette newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, I think it's a sister newspaper of the Baltimore Sun. Yeah, I think the Sun owns it. I do believe that's right. They call the situation active and ongoing. Another report did say the shooter may already be in custody, but we are still working to determine that. Four dead and 20 plus injured. Again, in Annapolis, Maryland, in the newsroom of the newspaper there called the Capitol. Well, let's see if we can. uh, We'll turn the you-know-what on in here, and if there's a press conference or whatever, we'll go to that. Mm -hmm. It's another just tragic gun episode in the united states some things never change it seems i will tell you this uh today is june 28th 2018 and today uh yesterday you complained because it was orange blossom day you didn't care for that so today oh, i know we got, that was stupid we got some things you may like and i'll give you the weekend also we've got ceviche i like Ooh, ceviche which is so delicious I've never right? made it delicious. and it seems like it's easy That's to make good. yeah yeah, okay. I'll ask, Jared, I'll, so I'll ask uh, Jimmy uh, when we talk to him later in the afternoon. When my husband uh, went fishing this week, he took some raw fish and made ceviche. It was a showstopper. I will also tell you today shares its day with ceviche with tapioca. I like tapioca. So if you like, put, I knew you'd like both of those, right? So today I like makes up for yesterday where you didn't like orange blossom, whatever. So some now, ceviche and the tapioca pudding for dessert. That what sounds do you think, gross Peter? as a combo, but uh, maybe well, I don't ceviche know. Ceviche sounds good. You're not spreading the tapioca on the uh, yeah, uh, fish. No, I could go without uh, tapioca. No, I me think. too. It's fat. What don't you uh, like about it? You like rice pudding, don't you? Yeah, I like rice pudding. It's no. the texture of tapioca that gets yeah, okay. Right. Which is the one with the pieces of crap in it. Well, rice both pudding, tapioca pudding. Pudding, both. tapioca has pieces. No. No, 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 no. Tomorrow. Fickle, fickle, fickle. No, 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 no. Tomorrow, we won't be together, but I will tell you in advance, it's Almond Butter Crunch Day. A what? So it's kind of like that, what is that stuff called? Not crackle. What is it called? Toffee. Huh? Yeah, sort of toffee-ish or that with the chocolate that covers it. Like that, what is that stuff? Heath bar. Heath bar. Yeah, I think it's the stuff that's in the middle of a Heath bar. Good for you, Pinkman. Thank you. crazy about it. Okay, on Saturday... Ice cream soda day. Sure. Right? I always have a good time, like a brown cow, black cow, and ice cream soda. Yeah. A root beer, beer float. float. Yeah. Yeah. A Mai Tai if you're a drinker, which I know you're not. And that wraps up June. So I then don't we... think I had ever had a Mai Tai when I was drinking. Oh, all right. Uh, finally, on Sunday. Real uh, men don't drink those things. Uh, this one. I, so the, you what? You got that uh, right. Let's go on vacation in the Caribbean. I think you have to be somewhere Ooh, yeah, somewhere tropical yeah. to have a Mai Tai. Flip-flops. Right. Jimmy Buffett style. Mm-hmm. Palm trees. You definitely need yeah, a beach nearby. Yeah, if I'm on vacation nearby. in Thailand or someplace. Uh, okay, and finally, <laughs> Sunday, Jim, is Ginger Snap Day. Like National Ginger, Ginger Snap Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there you have that. Okay, just wanted to pass that along. Damn it. What's the matter? I did. I just, okay, here we go. What's the matter? No. What? What are you doing? What? What? He lost her. Oh, no, no, here we go. Cup. Okay, I had it in a different pile with the birthdays. Um, there was a man... Seen on a viral video hanging onto his ex-girlfriend's car. Yeah. She drove off with him on the hood on I-95 down in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, he now says the woman was trying to kill him. She was going 70 miles an hour on the interstate down in, in South Florida. I saw What's he doing video. on the hood of the car? Well, 
He said he he needed the car on Sunday night, and she said, I needed... She got to the car first. They kind of did a hustle for the car. She gets to the car first, and she said, screw you, I'm going, I'm driving it. And she takes off. He's on the hood. He clambered, you know, climbed right up on there, scampered up on the hood, and held on as the mother of his five-year-old kid drove off from their home that they share in Lauderhill. Like that chameleon I had on my car the other day. Just hanging had on. Had to go to the hardware store all the way, got it to the hanging. hardware store, a couple of miles, a few miles away, right? Hanging, just hanging there. Ooh, the, so, okay, dear opportunity to jump. I go in there, find out what I need, get what I need, and come back. Still and I'm good. halfway home. Here he pops up again. Ah! He, all, he had a... He went and he returned. He returned to his home. Aww. Unbelievable. So he got a trip. That's nice. Oh, I said, hang in there, buddy. We're almost home. Hang in there. Aww. Hang in there, chameleon. Come on, bub. That is. It's kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah. But he was on the windshield. I understand. So they must have some kind of suction device like a frog. Oh. Right? Maybe. Yes. Is that what it is? They have good Is he grit. always moving? Those brick streets and his body was going. I know you always make fun when I tell you this, but uh, you know when I talked about the the uh, school report cards a little while ago. uh, The only repeat, the only local district to get an A in the new Florida school report card, Seminole County, the bedroom community to Orlando. Um, and uh, while more schools did, uh, school districts got an A or a B, Seminole County, the only school district in the area to get an A, hats off to them. Yeah. Uh, they are still looking for a for, who shot a 41 year old guy at, outside of a Winn Dixie last night. The victim got out of one car, got into another, shots were fired. Now, is this Pine Hills, Hiawassee, and Clarecona Ocoee? You got that right. Oh, gee. It's kind of edgy. It's, it's fringy. It's, oh. Pine Hills Lockhart area. Oof. Both kind of. Uh, Sketchy, right? Yeah. Yep. But not, you can get a lot worse. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. How can you get worse? Well, you well, get to Silver Star and Pine Hills Road well, or Hiawassee and Silver Star Road. Sure. And you're hitting like, and in between that is, I mean, any, mm-hmm. anything in between that on Silver Star is ground zero. True. First Lady Melania Trump <laughs> is back in the Southwest today, this time in Tucson, Arizona, to visit a shelter for migrant kids. Where are the babies, Melania? It's her second visit to a facility. Um, the first time she was in McAllen, Texas. What kind of uh, coat was she wearing this I, time? I don't yeah. think it had any statement. Another message for the media? No, like screw you or something? No. <laughs> President Trump, you know, he signed an order and a judge ruled that they have to be reunited in seven yeah. days or 14 She's days. Or this those, or that. I'm with stupid, you know, and it's oh, got the arrow. Pointing, <laughs> pointing to, his, yeah, to a silhouette. <laughs> of oh, boy. It is. Mm-hmm. That's for the media, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he's feeling his oats. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to meet with Putin. That's my next story. Uh, the president is set to meet with Putin in Helsinki, Finland, on July 16th. Haven't oh kissed boy. his ass in a while. The White House says these two will discuss a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and out, that John Bolton, the, the mustachioed fellow that's the national security advisor, yeah, right. uh, he met with Putin and other Russian uh, diplomats or whatever yesterday in Moscow to finalize the arrangements. Uh, there's no word on if he mentioned the... Crimea? Mm-mm, no. Ukraine? The meddling in Syria. the election. Nope. The meddling in the election. Oh, they won't do that. No. I'm not going to do that. Mm-mm. Nope. 
despite that everybody else knows that well, they did it then and they're doing it now so we'll go go oh sure let's just kiss and you know kiss and tickle party you sit down i'm gonna talk say, uh, you know come on do me a favor do me a do favor, me a favor. Do me a come favor. on can you get out of yeah. the ukraine get out of syria you know, come on do me a favor president was in north dakota do you a favor he was in north dakota he didn't go to the border his wife went to the border in tucson he went to North Dakota. So where he has to go now to get a round of applause? I don't know. I don't know any of that, but I do nobody know. Nobody goes to North Dakota. Mm-mm. I tweeted this out last night. Nobody North goes. Dakota. Yeah. Nobody, nobody gives a about, about North, North Dakota. Dakota. I know anybody who's ever I'm... graduated from college and says, oh, God, I'm glad I got my diploma. Now I can move to North Dakota. <laughs> no. You either you live there because you were born there, yeah, right? Right. Or you were sent there by the military. Oof. And Nobody's moving to North Dakota Well, maybe if own. you're in the fracking business, you go to North Dakota. Yeah, but it's not because you really want to go. It's not like, I can't wait to get to North Dakota. Mm -hmm. People have to eat. I found it awfully strange that... nuts off here. It's true. It sounds miserably cold. The president is praising a young Democrat Latina uh, for defeating another Democrat he didn't like. During a rally in North Dakota, Trump remarked on 28-year-old Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's victory over longtime Congressman Joe Crowley. He said that Crowley was a schlepper, basically. He got his ass kicked by a young woman with a lot of energy. He called him disheveled or sort of slovenly, I think he said. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him. He's always looked buttoned up to me. I don't know. But uh, it turns out that this young... Now, all of a sudden, he's raving about Alexandria. Um, yeah, because Ocasio Crowley Cortez. was... Uh, there in line was, to oh, be speaker. Yeah, to be yeah. speaker mm-hmm. of the House should the Democrats win the House in yeah. November. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, register, organize, and vote. Yes. Ride that blue wave. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a neophyte. Blue wave, yeah. That's true. Yeah, she said a couple of things like, what, really? I mean, seriously? Yeah, do me on. a favor. Come on, young lady. Let's uh-huh. think this about that. Let's think it through a little bit more. Uh, the music video <laughs> for that murdered South Florida rapper is out. Uh, it's for XXX... Tentacion. Nailed it. Yes. The song is called Sad. The recording just topped. Oh, your heart is sad. Yeah. Uh, It just topped the Billboard Hot 100, making him the first solo artist to score a posthumous number one song since the notorious B.I.G. in 1997. Authorities made one arrest so far on the death of XXX. Um, and they are seeking a second in the killing of this guy. Uh, It happened in Deerfield Beach earlier in June. Jackie, is there any more info on the Maryland shooting? Uh, no, they just say multiple people wounded in the shooting. People are still walking out with their hands up, which yes. uh, leads me to believe they are not confident if they have the suspect or all the suspects in custody. The officers are lined up out st- outside Nordstrom's, which is right across the street. So they're at some luxury yeah. uh, mall. Four dead, 20 wounded, first reports at a newspaper. What, Annapolis? Annapolis, right? Maryland. No, it's yeah. called the Capital Gazette or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's in Annapolis. Correct. It's a city. That's the capital city. in Maryland, Mo. That is the capital oh, city of God. Maryland. Annapolis. Right. They're also checking other newspapers. I you can tell me the Naval Academy's there. It is, Jim. Indeed. Oh, you don't say. No, but there's a Nordstrom's. There's a Nordstrom's. Yeah, they are checking the offices of the Baltimore Sun as well. That's not in Baltimore. That's not in Annapolis. That's in Baltimore. Really? Yeah. Maryland. That would be Maryland. They're all oh, in Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you want to see a great fireworks show, you know we do Red Hot and Boom in Altamont or whatever. That. That's a really big deal. They do a lot of. That's on the third. Down in Orlando, various other cities. God Daytona. knows. Winter Springs does Speedway. some fantastic. That's the weekend after the Fourth of know, July. It's great fireworks. Though. But Winter Springs does a fantastic uh, fireworks show. Actually, on the Fourth of July. Um, Red Hot and Boom's the 3rd of July. You're right. The Speedway does it on the 7th of July. But if you want to watch something 
that is supposed to be spectacular. What's that? They are preparing more than 75,000 shells for the 42nd annual Macy's 4th of July fireworks show in New York City. This is expected to be the largest show since the year 2000. Seven barges spread about a mile, 30-minute display, which doesn't hold a candle to Winter Springs. I do have to tell you that. That thing goes on and on, and you think, that's a finale? No, wait. That's the finale? No, 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 no. And then that's pretty good. The, they do a pretty great good. job in that little winter. Now spring. I know where all my taxes go. Yeah, that's oh. right. They have, they have no city hall. Now they don't have it's above. Yeah, it's a city hall. It's above that no. uh, closed-up pool hall whorehouse that they have out there. They don't have a whorehouse in Winter Springs. Money to, no, no, no. They use it it's all on fireworks. Parlor. It is not a whorehouse. Stop yeah, it. Twenty in your suit. Yeah, massage <laughs> parlor, whatever you want to call. It. That's right. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson, Jim. I know you thought she was a beauty. I mean, maybe I you still ne- do. No, I was never a Scarlet. Uh, it was Otto. Otto was. Sorry, you're right. Otto Scar- thought Joe. she was a beauty. Yeah. Uh, probably still does. She Except he had a thing about women with lips like that. Who doesn't? She is shutting down the claim that she once auditioned to date Tom Cruise for Scientology. <laughs> the star of <laughs> Avengers and former Scientologist Brendan Teague said on the Megyn Kelly Today Show yeah. that she was in a group of women who tried out to be with the actor after his split in 2001 from Nicole Kidman. Scarlett Johansson told The Hollywood Reporter that she refuses to let anyone say she doesn't have the integrity to pick her own relationships, thank you, and finds the idea of auditioning for a relationship with Tom Cruise or for anyone to audition yeah. for a relationship is demeaning. And she, no Jennifer Lawrence. She didn't do it. Mm-hmm. No, she oh, yeah, didn't bro. do it. Uh, we talked oh, yesterday. Daddy. Oh, boy. Uh, we talked yesterday about <laughs> Joe Jackson's passing, the father of the Jackson Five and all of that. Um, 89 years old, hospitalized, we now know, for cancer. You kind of have to whisper it. Uh, Michael Jackson and several other siblings claimed that Papa Joe was physically and emotionally abusive. Uh, he did make, you know, we saw Joe not that long ago uh, as she accepted some... BET award or ultimate icon award or this kind of thing, but say it ain't so, Joe. Say, oh, say it ain't so. That's true. And talk about an Maybe, old. Please come on. Uh, on. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say oh yeah, uh, shoeless Joe Jackson, eight men out. Pride Very of the good, Jack. Points oh, for Jack. Okay, uh, Rod Stewart, who is probably close to a hundred, uh, is releasing his thirty-second album later oh, this year. The British story. singer song. What? Is he? touring. Probably so. to push the new album. You know, he has a full-size soccer pitch on his property in Los Angeles. A you, full-size soccer pitch. You don't say. Huh. And are you after... A full-size soccer pitch. He loves soccer. I think he's co-owner or whatever. Some teams here or there yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. This guy, you know, instead of getting out on the back lawn, a little touch football, this yeah. guy's got a regulation full-size soccer pitch. Not a pool. I would imagine he has a pool, too, and All a right, tennis court. Fine. Yeah, but he has a soccer pitch. Uh, do you know that Jameis Winston's been suspended yeah. for three games? Yeah, we molested a Uber driver. Or something. I don't know what he did. He did something. Yeah, he violated it. NFL uh, rules, laws, yeah, laws, well, and rules mm-hmm. and protocols. Mm-hmm. What did he do? Yeah, inappropriate touching of I an Uber driver. I think he was touching. Yeah, he's doing a lot of touching. I don't Who's know if to do touching. that. Who wants to do that? Ew. You ever had an Uber driver where you had? Oh, I really want to get my urge? hands on you. Uh, uh-uh. uh. No. Mm-mm. I've had some handsome ones. Come here, Larry. Well, like Matthew McConaughey is your Uber driver. Oh, that sounds very, That'd very be appealing. so strange. Have you seen him in those commercials? Mm-hmm. He's, you know, you're driving. A, he better be driving Doug a Lincoln. Lincoln. Tell I'm you what. Right. So he's wearing a nice suit, though. He's so handsome. He's, the, he's probably a little crazy. without a tie. 
So handsome. I think he might be a little bit too strange for you. I think he's a little kooky, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway. I don't think you like the strange types. I know you like the smart types, but I the don't. strange ones. Yeah, smart ones. You're not, you're not smart big, ones could be strange. You're but, not big you know. on bad boys. Mm-mm. Would you rather a smart Republican or a strange Democrat? Oh, a strange Democrat. Have you met her husband? Oh, he <laughs> is a strange Democrat. That's true. <laughs> but he's so cute. Uh, yeah, Adorable. Let me, I know. I'm telling you. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw any of the Jumanji franchise, Jim. You ever seen Jumanji? No, With what's his one. name? Little Kevin Hart? No, I've not. Yeah. Um, it'll be hitting theaters next year. Jumanji 3. It's a sequel already. They say it was so big. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, announced yesterday the third one will be released in about a year and a half. The first Jumanji came out in 95, and then the second one was, what, last year, the year before? The third one will feature The Rock, Kevin Hart again, Jack Black, and whoever. What's it all about? What's the the theme? Well, the original Robin Williams got sucked into a board game, and it was all jungle-themed, and then the game comes to life. It's a whole curse deal. Mm -hmm. The newer one, I believe, is a video game. Interesting. Well, it's kind of like a night at the museum. Is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what Jumanji? Life. You Teddy know Roosevelt's the... starting to run around. Yeah, kind of. I always get Jumanji the game confused with Jenga, where you pull the wooden pegs. Oh out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah they're yeah, like yeah, the yeah. same exact yeah. thing. It's yeah. not, but it reminds me <laughs> of the same. Jenga Unchained. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Tarantino points. No. Exactly. Oh God, bless America. <laughs> Facebook users will soon be able to keep certain topics from showing up on their timeline. Facebook announced a new feature yesterday called Keyword Snooze that will remove specific words from news feeds and groups for up to 30 days. They're testing it out with a small percentage of users and will make it available to everybody at a later time. Facebook already allows people to snooze users, groups, and pages uh, with another feature they rolled out in December. I, I am now a, I'm big with blocking people and muting them. I don't, you know, if you're going to say mean things about me or my family, mute. Mm, my religion, mute. Why don't you just unfriend him? I don't know how to do that exactly, but I know how to mute. It's probably right next to the mute button. Oh, probably is. (laughs) I don't know, but then I think they'll know. I mean, anyone who goes to the the level of saying negative things about your family or your religion, right? Yeah, why do you want to be associated with those people at all? That's correct. You would. Oh yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. What do you want to do that for? Happy happy birthday today. To here's a smart guy. the abuse, I think. So then she can get angry. No, no. Yeah, it's like no. I mute them now. I I didn't used to. (sighs) I I I need to be anxious about something today. What's it going to be? Some drama. Let me go on Facebook. I used to just get upset about when I saw them put mean things about me or my whatever. So now I I have because when you mute them. Yeah. They don't show up on your line yeah. timeline. So I don't see it now. I'm happy in my own little space. Remind me never to give you the access code for the texting service. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy, happy birthday to here's a smart guy that I think is a real dream boat. Elon Musk. Oh, oh your he boyfriend. has a birthday. Uh, 44. Now he's a goofy guy, right? See? But you find him sexy. Goofy and smart. You said 44? I, somebody said 44. Jim said 44. I'll go 42. I don't know, 43? Jim, 47. Well, he looks younger. Uh, ready to start a vacation. Uh, <laughs> here, here's a guy who's funny. Now, see, if you're not smart and you can be funny, then you're again, uh, you know, in on my list. Mel Brooks. He, I think he's also smart. I think he is. What the hell? Mel Brooks is 93. Oh, that's a good guess. 92. 
Yes, 92. Yes. <laughs> oh, 92. time out. You 92. don't give a courtesy year oh, and you, you just happen to get it on the money? Yeah, that wasn't planned. You haven't been courtesy year for like two weeks now. I never do. Well, don't be upset. I'm the one who missed it by one. Jeez, you people. Yeah. Oh, you and, have enough points. And finally, John Cusack, Pinkman. John Cusack, you say. I do. Brother, brother of Joan. I guess. Um, He is... Son of Mr. What? 60. Nope. What? 60? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's 53. No, too young. Double nickel, 55. Jim, 52. Oh, pass. And that's the lottie dog. Just call me Moira. More points for Jim. Take a little break. When we come back, we're going to open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will pick one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. Good luck to that person. If they win, they get that You Matter business card guaranteeing them good fortune for the rest of their life. They lose. Bad luck for 24 hours. Up next on Real Radio 104.1. Someday. Alexa will know everything. Alexa, how do I get rid of a deadbeat roommate? Try poisoning them. Uh. But until then, tell her to play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Playing Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Can't tell the players without the scorecard. Another mass shoot here in the United States, this in Annapolis, Maryland, at a newspaper, the Capital Gazette, for the reported four dead, uh, 20 injured. These are a story that broke up maybe about a half hour ago, and uh, CNN reporting multiple injuries and fatalities in this shooting. That's about all that anybody knows right now. As soon as we get more information, we will pass it on to you. Uh, see, we don't have any problem with terrorists in this country, do we? You know, yeah, we, we do. So much What's that? About uh, about Muslims coming in from from where Yemen, and uh, we got our fellow Americans terrorizing people. It seems every other day, if not more. All right, let's get to closest to the pin. A bonus round. Chuck will be playing against Pinkman. Uh, if Chuck wins, he gets that you met a business card that guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. If he loses, bad luck for twenty four hours, Mister Pinkman. Head to the soundproof booth, okay? We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. Chuck, how are you today? Absolutely wonderful, Mr. Phillips. How are you? Very well, thank you. I have 10 questions for you, including the crow question on the end. Speak right into the phone loud and clear so I can hear your answers. I will wish you the best of luck. Countdown and keep score for Chuck. Here we go in three, two, one, begin. Chuck Justice Anthony Kennedy has announced he will retire from the Supreme Court. But President John F. Kennedy had how many children? Four. The band called the Dead Kennedys was formed in what year? 1997. The actor George Kennedy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in what year? Ooh, 1978. That award came from the movie Cool Hand Luke starring Paul Newman. Newman died at the age of 83 in what year? 2009. Actor Wayne Knight played Newman on Seinfeld. How old is Wayne Knight? 58. Wayne Gretzky, the great one, played in the National Hockey League for how many years? 16. 
Gretzky was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in what year? 2010. Talk about hockey, the great hockey cult movie with Paul Newman called Slapshot was released in what year? 1990. The great actor Struther Martin was in Slapshot as well as other movies with Paul Newman. He died in what year? 2012. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Struther Martin was a crow in Kokomo, Indiana, whose birthplace, you would have to fly how many miles to reach Fort Wayne, Indiana? 112. Time. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. That's okay. Mr. Pinkman coming back in. Dice oh. already. What's Turn your mic off for a second. Oh, boy. Pinkman's on his way back into the studio. Okay. The dice are ready. Mr. Pinkman. I'm going to allow you to roll the dice. We normally set your handicap at 18, but we allow you to the ro- to roll the dice. Whatever that number is, we'll take off the number 18. That will be your handicap for this round of closest to the pin only for today. Roll those dice. Oh, uh-huh. uh, Seven. All right. 11-second handicap. Are you ready? Yes. Ten questions, including the crow question. Countdown. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky Justice Anthony Kennedy has announced he will retire from the Supreme Court, but President John F. Kennedy had how many children? Four. The band called the Dead Kennedys was formed in what year? 1979. The actor George Kennedy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in what year? Uh, 1960. That award came from the movie Cool Hand Luke, starring Paul Newman. Newman died at the age of 83 in what year? 1990. Actor Wayne Knight played Newman on Seinfeld. How old is Wayne Knight? 62. Wayne Gretzky, the great one, played in the National Hockey League for how many years? Uh, eight. Gretzky was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in what year? That would have been 97. Talk about hockey, the great hockey cult movie with Paul Newman called Slapshot was released in what year? 1976. The great actor Struther Martin was in Slapshot, as well as other movies with Paul Newman. He died in what year? 88. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Struther Martin was a crow in Kokomo, Indiana, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Fort Wayne, Indiana? 67. Time? Oh, boy. All right. Oh, my God. Are you all right in there? Let's take a look at the answers. What? John F. Kennedy had how many children? It's more doing something else. I'm not. Chuck okay. said. I'm doing math. They both said four. Pinkman. They both said four. Three. Okay. They <laughs> the both band called point. the Dead Kennedys was formed <laughs> in what year, Chuck said? 97. And Pinkman. He reversed it and said 79. 78. Oh, oh Pinkman. yeah. I know my punk. George right. Kennedy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in what year, Chuck said? 78. Pinkman. 60. 67. Pinkman. 3 to 1. Oh, uh, that award came for the movie Cool Hand Luke starring Paul Newman. Newman died at the age of 83 in what year, Chuck said? 2009. Pinkman. 1990. 2008. Oh, Chuck's on the board there again. There we go. Six to go. Actor Wayne Knight played Newman. Hello, Newman. On Seinfeld. Uh, uh, yeah. How old is Wayne Knight, Chuck? Chuck said. 58. Pinkman. 62. 62, right on the money. Oh, Pinkman, you're oh, up 5-2. Yeah. to two. Wayne Gretzky, known as the Great One, played in the National Hockey League for how many years, Chuck said? 16. Pinkman. 8. 20. Oh, Chuck gets another one. Four to go. Gretzky inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in what year, Chuck said? 2010. Pinkman. 97. 99. Pinkman. Talk about hockey, the great hockey cult film. 
with Paul Newman called Slapshot was released in what year? One of my favorite cult movies. Mm-hmm. Chuck mm-hmm. said. 1990. Pinkman. 76. 1977. Oh, by one. Two to go. Right. Okay, one more. The great actor Struther Martin was in Slapshot as well as other movies with Paul Newman. He died in what year? And Chuck said? 2012. Pinkman. 88. 1980. Pinkman. Let me What's do the some. Score? One, two, three. Uh, Chuck has three. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And Pinkman has eight. All right. Oh, boy. Three to eight. Get it within 25, you went outright. A Struther Martin was a crow on Kokomo, Indiana, his birthplace. Mm-hmm. He would have to fly how many miles to reach Fort Wayne, Indiana? Chuck said. Chuck said 112. Pinkman said. 67. In fact, if Struther Martin was a oh. crow... In Kokomo, Indiana, and wanted to fly to Fort Wayne, Indiana, he would have to cover a total of 87 miles. Chuck is 25 away, but Pinkman is 20 away. Oh, Pinkman wins the game. First time ever. They were both within 25. Pinkman a little bit closer, so Pinkman wins the game. I'm sorry, Chuck. Nice try, but it's bad luck for you. 24 hours starting right now. What? Close only counts in horseshoes <laughs> Wow. First wow. time ever. Close they both got the within end. the range. That was cool. Chuck went up 25. Pinkman went under 20. But doesn't matter. He's closer and within 25. Good wow. game, Chuck. Wow. That was a good game. The price good game. is right. If you go over, you lose. I'm trying to find my Struther Martin here. Oh. Is that the what? What we got. Yeah, yeah he played the... Uh, he played it's under the, F. Failure. failure to communicate. Yeah, here we go. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That's from Cool Hand Luke, of course. And then Struther Martin was in the Paul Newman movie Slapshot. I think he was the owner of the hockey team. Mm-hmm. The great Struther Martin, born in Kokomo, Indiana. That's what? what? <laughs> Kokomo, is that the one the Beach Boys sing about? I have no idea. Yes, Kokomo. Right. Yes. Uh, reports are, Jim, that at least four people fatally shot at a newspaper office in the capital city of Annapolis, Maryland. We're not violent in this country. They do say a suspect was apprehended. This was inside a little newspaper called the Capital Gazette. Here's Lieutenant Ryan Frazier. Yeah, I, I can't confirm an exact location inside that building, but I can tell you it was inside 888 Bestgate Road, which does in, in, in house several different types of businesses. So uh, I hope to have more information on that very soon. Again, uh, I just want to make sure that all the information that we pass along is accurate uh, since it involves uh, such a serious incident. So we want to make sure that that information is accurate that gets out there to the public. So. Thank you, everybody. Lieutenant Frazier. As uh, four dead, uh, at least 20 wounded being reported at a shooting at a newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. Started less than an hour ago. So here we go again with another uh, mass shooting uh, in the United States. Suspect, they report, is in custody. Other than that, we have no more information. As soon as we get any, we will pass it on to you as best as we can, as quickly as we can. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. 
It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. We're keeping an eye on this incident in Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, multiple uh, injuries, fatalities, and a shooting, a mass shooting at a newspaper in Annapolis. First reports four dead, more than tw- or at least 20 injured. We'll keep you up to date on that. Let's wow. check what's in Jack's audio file. Uh, Jim, from one shooting to another, this is one we were talking about earlier, and it was the shooting of a 17-year-old Antoine Rose Jr. in Pennsylvania. He was uh, running away from a traffic stop and was shot three times. Uh, Now, the officer who shot him um, has been arrested, but also set free on bond, on a signature bond, which is leading to some uh, protests as well. We go to the Allegheny County District Attorney uh, Stephen Zapata talking about the case. Based on that evidence, I find that Rosfeld's actions were intentional, and they certainly brought about the result that he was lo- he was looking to accomplish. So, uh, yeah, serious uh, charges Jeez. against uh, police officer Michael Rosfeld talking about the injuries. Uh, the fatal injury sustained by Antoine Rose Jr. Antoine Rose was hit three times. He was hit in the side of the face, in the cheek. The bullet exits through the nasal cavity. He's also hit in the right elbow from the rear. That's a through-and-through wound. He's hit in the mid-back, and that slug was recovered in his chest. That's the fatal shot. So the police officer was charged and arrested but released. And the reason that uh, protests are continuing because... He was released on an unsecured bond, which means it was a $250,000 bond, but all he had to do was sign. He didn't have to put anything down, and people are saying, hey, you know, anyone else, they're not getting that luxury. That's true. Because a 17-year-old boy is dead, and his killer is free. So we're here because if it was anyone else, he would not be free. He'd be standing behind bars, crying. And right now, his mother, Antoine Rose's mother is crying while his killer is free. So uh, the uh, protests even continued outside the home of that police officer uh, last night, and that's happening up in Pennsylvania. So that's going on there. I a lot mean, of shootings going on in this country. Yeah. We don't have a problem with guns, though. That's the predicate. It's always, I say it over and over and over again. I you know, used to have an attitude, ah, we're more violent than anybody else. We're not any more violent than any other industrial Western country. We just have more guns. Much more, many more guns. That's it. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I don't know how how else you could. Well, that's the price you pay for the Second Amendment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, Jim, arms might be on the table for discussion, and according to uh, Bolton, uh, the uh, recent election tampering might be on the table for discussion as well when President Trump meets with Vladimir Putin because they announced that they will have a summit to be held in Helsinki. Next it's week. important for the leaders of these two countries to meet. Uh, there are a wide range of issues despite the differences between us. Why does this guy like to meet with dictators all the time? Well, Jim, you want to keep talking with your enemy. Yeah. But keep him close, huh? Keep him close. Oh. Your friend's close and your enemy's closer? Correct. Oh. Mm-hmm. However... If you are not going to challenge them when they attack your democratic democratic systems, then we have a problem. Here's yeah. a l- little more on the conversations. Yeah. President. Both President Trump and President Putin think they may be able to find constructive solutions. Uh, I'd like to hear someone say that's a bad idea. So I dare you to say that's a bad idea. <laughs> Whatever. All, all I know is Getting he seems that? to say bad things about our allies. Yeah. 
and has these uh, it seems to be uh, bromances with uh, with dictators and, and autocrats. Exactly, mm-hmm. the most ruthless me- regimes on the planet. I, said, oh, I love these guys. Yeah, I he's love a, them. They're he's good a smart guys. Cookie. Yeah. yeah. Now, Jim, that was big news yesterday. As a matter of fact, that we learned about the uh, the the planned summit from Russian mm-hmm. uh, uh, sources as opposed to. Uh, American sources, but the White House has confirmed. Um, however, the bigger news was the announcement of the retirement of Justice Kennedy from the Supreme Court, meaning uh, President Trump will have a chance to nominate a second justice to the United States Supreme Court. We have to pick one that's going to be there for 40 years, 45 years. We need intellect. We need so many things to go. You know, there's so many elements go into the making of a great justice of the Supreme Court. So <laughs> many elements go into look, it. A lot of big things you know people, big, are yeah, people, people are saying. It's a fait accompli. Right. Mm-hmm. Look at it this way. I mean, I, I know a it's lot insane. of liberals and progressives, they're down in the dumps. What are we going to do? Boo-hoo, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. Register, organize, vote. At least it's the first step. Take control of the House in the midterms. That's your first step. Elections have then consequences. And you, you have a check. It's checks and balances. Then you have, at least have a check on the executive branch. Now, the Senate, because of the Supreme Court vacancy, will probably remain Republican. There is always just a little bit of a chance that it might turn over. Not with this now, but you've got to focus on the House. You've got to get out there. You've got to find like-minded people just like you and get them out there. Take them to the voting booth if you have to, if they want to, and get them to cast that ballot. Otherwise, holy mackerel, I would Katie, bar the door. Mm-hmm. I would drive people to the Well, park. I mean, that's what you have to do. Yeah. Stop boo-hooing and, uh, mm. and take action. Right. Yeah. I don't know this Chuck Schumer, Nancy yeah. Pelosi. Less distractions like Candy Crush. Get out there and volunteer and do stuff. Nah. Just get out there and get passionate. I have every confidence in Chairman Grassley's conduct oh, of the upcoming confirmation process in the Judiciary Committee. It's imperative that the president's nominee be considered fairly and not subjected personal attacks i'm yes. almost ready now to show up at his house and start yelling at him now and his wife mm-hmm. now we want to do everything fairly however when president obama what how many months before it was <laughs> 10 February months or something yeah uh-huh. it was nearly a yeah. year when uh you know uh, sure. there was an opening on the supreme court and a nomination put forth and and mitch mcconnell successfully yeah. he successfully stole that seat Republicans are better than Democrats at playing hardball. They yeah. just are. Mm-hmm. Political hardball, they're better. Mm-hmm. Got now, away with it. Maybe we can sit around and we can talk about this and take no action. I want everybody. We're Democrats. Thank you, Chuck Schumer. Go away. New, <laughs> young, passionate blood needs to take over the Democratic mm-hmm. Party. Well, Jim, it is the biggest story of the day yesterday, and it'll be a big story for a while because, you know, Supreme Court nominations, as President Trump alluded to, can have consequences that will last decades. True. And uh, so it was not lost on the late night talk show hosts. So here are a trio who all tackled this topic in their monologue. Jim, you get to decide okay. who said it best. Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, and Seth Meyers. Big news out of Washington. Today, Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy announced he's retiring, which means President Trump will pick his replacement. When asked which judge he'll choose, Trump said, either Adam Levine or Blake Shelton. Uh, they both. Today, Justice Anthony Kennedy announced he's retiring from the Supreme Court. I never thought I'd say this, but you're only 81. 
<laughs> you know, they say, they say 81 is the new 79. <laughs> and don't tell me your mind's going, because I read Bush v. Gore and Citizens United. You never had one. <laughs> Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy announced he is retiring today. Do you know what that means? Said Trump, who was really asking. <laughs> what do you like? I'm going to give it to Fallon again. Oh, Jimmy Fallon's Fallon. Fallon's got the best writer. I just, he mm. is extending his lead over Fallon the pack. Yeah. He now has nine points. Second, uh, following up Conan, five points. Kimmel, four. Seth Meyers, three. Corden and Colbert have two. And poor Trevor Noah, bottom of the heap, one. Yeah, well, we hope it's not. Conan O'Brien winning back-to-back, because he won last year, mm-hmm. and Pinkman has failed in his efforts to get him on yeah, the air. Pink Maybe Man. he'll have Fritz. better luck with uh, Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Why don't you start now, Pinkman? Dear get on that. Jimothy. Oh, boy. All right, that's, uh, let's see, that <laughs> is music now. We'll move on. Oh, yeah, and uh, Jim, just, I guess, because you missed it, I'll give it to you here. Yeah. It's an empty net to shoot at. It's going to be a long run, whether off that ball or Son Oh, I paid Pinkman his dollar. He did. Yes. Witness. That's your audio Germany. file for today. You said they would win the whole thing, and now they're out. Who's going to end up in the World Cup? Iran and Serbia? I mean, Tunisia. What the Viva Mexico! Iran's got a strong team. Uh-huh. I mean, there's no Italy. Isn't Russia still in it? There's no United States. Russia's still in it. They mm-hmm. won't last very much longer. England is in. England is in, in it. it. Let's see. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. So we've got... Uh, yeah, but I mean, there's no Italy. No Netherlands. <gasps> Germany's out of it. Mm-hmm. Who else didn't make it? The United States didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Some of the... Yeah, what a... Oh, I can't believe it. Every year it's different. Unbelievable. Every four years you get a different mix-up. Argentina's still in it. Brazil is still in it. And I'll just bury these results from today. So there we go. Yeah. I'm going to talk to Pat Clark in a couple of minutes. He actually met up with his uh, half-sister. And we'll talk about that when we come back. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. French butchers are demanding government protection from terrorist vengeance. Wow. I wonder if they've tried waving their white flags yet. Next, the Space Kingdom Escardia is now looking for citizens. Cool. I hear the women there are out of this world. Finally, a Nashville man sprinkled cocaine on a cop's head to attempt to destroy the evidence. Ah. He gave him the old Colombian snowstorm. Classic. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. It's your way of showing us that you care. You want me to shave what? Call now. 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. From... You are listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio. 104.1. Phillips File for a Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Pat Clark. Patrick handles sports over at Channel 2. We've been talking with him for years. He handles sports at Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. Now, normally, of course, we talk about sports. Sometimes we veer off here, there, whatever. But a couple of months ago, I think it was, uh, Patrick told us this amazing story 
about how he had discovered he has a half-sister. And I thought it was an amazing story. It's just a fantastic story, as a matter of fact. And Patrick kept us up to date about this and how the family reaction to it and this and that and whatever. It's my understanding, Patrick has finally met up with his half-sister, who I believe lives in California. Now, I don't know if they met in Iowa, met back in Iowa, his, his home state. Or in California, but we're going to find oh, out right now. Details. We're going to get the update. Yeah. So uh, we don't care about uh, Jason Christ or uh, World Cup or, uh, or the, the magic, magic draft picks. Nah. I don't care about that at all. Mm-mm. I care about the welfare of our good friend Pat Clark. Patrick, how are you? <laughs> hey, James, how are you? I'm doing very well. Bring us up to date. Uh, you maybe backtrack a little bit for the audience that doesn't quite, not quite sure what I'm talking about. So maybe you can uh, filter that to the best of your ability. Uh, okay. A few months ago, I received a, uh, a Facebook uh, note, a messenger note from uh, a woman in California named Julie. Yeah. Uh, in that note, she said that she was the daughter of a woman uh, who she believed to be my half-sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was some research done, and um, you know, I, I took them at face value and uh, spoke to Julie, wound up speaking to what I now know to believe believe to be my um i know to be my half-sister uh barb and i was in california last week and i met both of them i, I met their families well uh, i could not have been uh, more overjoyed to meet these people uh i i don't, I don't even know how to explain it they, they were just uh, they welcomed me with open arms like i was some sort of a celebrity mm. and uh, we shared stories you know the funny thing is i had written a book about my dad mm-hmm. a few years after he died. It was published in 1998, and at the time, I wrote it for my mother and for my five sisters. Uh, I, little did I know then that years later it would have another meaning, yeah, right. and it would be it, it would be a, a special book. So I took a copy of the book to Barb, and uh, she now has that. I took a number of pictures of, of Dad with me, and her daughter lives in the Thousand Oaks area of california which is just north of los angeles mm-hmm. and it is a beautiful beautiful area i don't know james if or any of you have ever been out there it's just spectacular it was a beautiful home uh spent about four and a half hours with them really and uh yeah learned more about uh barb and the uh really interesting life that she has led you know she was given up for adoption at birth um, and was adopted by a Jewish, uh, well-to-do Jewish couple from Des Moines. Uh, she had a great life, lived in central Iowa until I learned uh, 1981. And uh, she didn't tell me this, but her husband Russ did because she wouldn't toot her own horn. Uh, but before she moved to California, she saw a need in the central Iowa area uh, for a convalescent home for children. Yeah. Um, uh, and so she went about trying to get some funding for it. And finally, one of the local companies not only gave her a million dollars in seat money, uh, but also the land in central Iowa to build this convalescent home, which is thriving to this day. Hmm. Uh, there's a plaque in her honor that's in this building. So she's had a meaningful life, James. And uh, she just wanted to know, she's about to turn 72 years old. She wanted to know about her family lineage. So she went about doing that, and uh, that took her to the Clark family. It's a fantastic story. Now, Barb, your half-sister, does she look like anybody in the family? How about those other Clark girls? She looks, yes. She looks a lot like um, Mary Ellen, my oldest sister. 
Now, without getting too personal, of course, uh, but I have to ask you the question anyway, because you had said that some of your sisters weren't too crazy about this. Is it that sister who was upset? Yes, she's not. um, Mary Ellen. She's not on. She's not on board with this yet. There's actually a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, You know, what I did after the, the, uh, you know, I tried to retain as much of this in my head. You know, when you get old like me, James, you start forgetting things quickly. Tell me about it. Uh, But the very next next morning, uh, I was compelled to sit down and write an email that I sent to all of my sisters, Mm -hmm. uh, detailing as much as I could about the hours that I had spent with Barb and Julie and their families. Um, And I wasn't using the uh, meeting or anything that I learned from it as propaganda to try to get any of those who weren't into this to change their minds. I just wanted them all to know. Um, yeah. So they, yeah. they all had that information, and it's still it's still a little hard for a couple of them to digest it, but uh, we all know you can't tell people how to think, and they are digesting this in their own way, and perhaps at some point they'll all come around, but it's still tough for a couple of them. Yeah, Dan, now did you go to California for this sole purpose or was there something else? Hey, I'm going to California. So as long as I'm there, I'm going to meet up with Barb. I have some, no, strangely enough, strangely enough, I was out visiting a friend, a close friend. And strangely enough, that friend lives about 40 minutes from where Barb lives. Right. So, uh, you know, talk about a small world. So this was a, this was a very welcome diversion for me on this trip. Now, Barb and Julie and their husbands are, going to be in Iowa in August. Uh, I plan to go to Iowa, and it's at that point. And they've been communicating with uh, some of my sisters as well, who have been delighted to exchange emails. I'm not certain if any of my sisters have actually spoken uh, by phone with any uh, either Julie or Bob, but uh, there's plenty of dialogue going on otherwise. And uh, the, those sisters are very much looking forward to not only meeting uh Barb and, and Julie, but uh, also getting to know them as well. I told my sisters in the email that when I arrived at the door of Julie's home, mm-hmm. and there's a little bit of video, uh, I'd be happy to share it with Jack, and you can post it. It's it's wonderful. You know, they open the door and uh, give Barb a hug and give Julie a hug, and then when I left four and a half hours later, the same thing happened, although four hours later it seemed less like I was hugging them and more like I was embracing them Aww. because it was Aww. just... It was, it was just really a, a wonderful four and a half hours. This is something to celebrate. Of course. You know, we haven't really shared the circumstances of how all of this came. You might have listeners saying, well, how, how did all this happen? My dad had a, a relationship with a woman when he was about 30 years old, a good 10 years before he met our mother and married Betty and then had the six right. of us. Uh, uh, this woman became pregnant after she and dad stopped seeing each other and never told dad that she was pregnant. Mm. had the baby, and by all accounts, Dad went to his grave not knowing that he right. had to get another child on this planet. Now, so that's it, important it, to the story. There's nothing scandalous about this no, at all. These things happen. And Now, does Barb, let me get this straight, does Barb, your half-sister, know the identity of her mother, of her birth mother? She met her birth mother, and uh, it was her birth mother who, who initially told her who her birth father was. Yeah. That's how she first heard okay. uh, that, that although she had kind of known, uh, she told me while I was in California that when she was 16, her father, her adoptive father, took her with him to his bank. 
and to a safety deposit box. And in the safety deposit box was her birth certificate that had my father's name on it. Wow. Wowie. Did everybody, so, anybody cry? There was, I didn't. Um, I would have. Mm-hmm. I'm crying but right she, now. Mm-hmm. Gotta wipe away she the when, you know, when, I, when I gave her the book and uh, she yeah. saw some, some better, she'd only seen a couple of pictures of dad. Sure. So she sure, saw sure. more pictures of him when he was young. Oh my God. And, and when he was older, so, and I tried to tell her as many stories about him as I could, and there's many more to tell. Yeah. Um, but he's a very funny guy, very funny guy, very caring man, and I know that if, if he had had any knowledge of this, he just not would have pretended like it didn't happen. So. Yeah, these things, uh, these things, yeah, these things, they just happen, you know. It's and yeah. and it has no reflection. Certainly, absolutely, and you're absolutely correct. As absolutely no reflection on his love for your mother, Betty. Mm-hmm. No reflection on the children that he had. You know, from everything that you said over the years about your father, he's a great man and well respected. Yeah. And you know, it's just, and he was uh, being human when he was young. You of know? course, it would have happened when he was about thirty years old. And I'm telling you, if you could see pictures of the old man when he was younger, that guy was a stud. I mean, he looked <laughs> real. He was a very attractive man, not yeah. completely unlike his son. Yeah, oh, well, listen to you. Well, I knew that was going to come up. share something in common. I mean, it's yeah, just, see, you know. Look at you. I look at, I look at old photographs of me and say, oh, my God. Almighty. Look at that guy, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure. But, you know, there's, there's so much great irony in this story. And if you think about it, my dad not knowing that, that he had ever impregnated another woman and that he actually had a daughter out there somewhere mm-hmm. but yet he was he was we were living in colfax and this birth mother was in baxter so eight miles apart wow and she lived there until her dying day dad lived in colfax until he died those two even though they hadn't dated in years still were connected by one baby that the birth mother never met because when she gave birth, that child was taken away from her and immediately given up for adoption. Mm. Uh, it's it's an interesting story. And when, when Barb finally did reach out and find her birth mother, yeah. initially the birth mother did not want to meet her. Um, yeah. She thought it would be too painful. Yeah. But Barb showed up in Baxter anyway to meet the birth mother's sister, who was willing to meet her. And it was at that meeting that the birth mother showed up. Oh. By then blind, she was completely blind. She had suffered from macular degeneration, so there's so many tentacles to this story that make it uh, remarkable. But uh, she and Barb, uh, I don't know if they became friends, I don't know if that's the word for it, but they were able to communicate, you know. Well, so a, it was hard on the yeah. birth mother, too. Yeah, it's a great, ad- a, a great addendum to the book about your dad. Right. You know, it's, wow. mm-hmm. I'd be happy to be an intermediary if you need one. For what? Between, you know, oh, Barb the, and the, the and sisters, Pat sisters. you know, this is give me an excuse to get up to the Iowa State Fair, check out that butter cow for the first time. <laughs> oh, you sure. know what I'm saying? So if you well, you're going to be up there checking out tractors anyway, aren't you? Yeah, but I don't I know. how. So. Yeah, but I'm up in. Where are you? East Pajip someplace in November. And I'm, you oh, know, I, I don't think I'd be a very good intermediary in November. I just, you know, I get in a foul mood when it gets that cold. You know, it's just not. <laughs> You know, you know how I get. I, I get kind of mean. I think now, Pat, you're you're partially you have uh, Jewish connections now. You know, your half sister was raised by a Jewish family, so now you're part of the tribe in a way. 
she was just uh, baptized into the Lutheran religion. Oh, now she's um, a Lutheran. Yeah, she's a Lutheran. Darn so. it. We had her for a while, didn't we? Yeah, Damn. it's all right. <laughs> all right, so whatever. Uh-huh. Wow, Lutheran. he's out. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. And I've been interested. You know, Fascinating Are you doing story. a story for Channel 2, or is that just you didn't want to do that, or nobody was smart enough over there to say, right. hey, this is going to make a great well, human interest story? Well, no, that's not it. There aren't many people over there who actually know about it. Uh, there might be some of our reporters out listening to this oh, now. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. But I did. I did take, I have my own personal little camera, uh, and I took it to California with me yeah. because that was in the back of my mind. And I had it with me when I walked in the door to Julie's house. And I'm thinking, you got to be really great to do a quick little interview or have someone shoot a conversation that I had with, with Barb, uh, but it, the, all of the families were there. there the, the house was full of people, smiling, happy people, and it just wasn't the right time to say, hey, look, I want to do a story on this. Let's do it now. There's time to do that. Yeah, that's I can, true. I can do that. Maybe uh, maybe take it uh, to Iowa with me and uh, when my sisters yeah. can be part of this, and hopefully by then all of them will be oh, Above and beyond that, I mean, whether you write in addition mm-hmm. to the book about your dad, or whether I think it's a great newspaper story, I think it's a great human interest story, whether the newspaper, Orlando Magazine, or or uh, or Channel 2. I just think it's tailor-made for you don't get great stories like this. I mean, people well, have, I have to... to I mean, yeah, you, they can't do it without your permission, but I would, you know, I would I would... Uh, I would encourage you to say, "Hey, this is this is my story. This is this is interesting." They know it's, it's nothing bad about this story. There's nothing evil about this story. It's just a great story where, you know, people are connecting, have this familial connection. I'm going to start crying now. Oh, again with the crying. Right. Oh, give me a hanky, will you? Give me a hanky. Yeah, hold on. Well, you have at least one other listener, James, who has been through something similar to me, yeah. because I received an email from that listener. Uh, and I can't remember what his name was. It was an, it was the nicest email because he had lived his entire life. He knew he was adopted, but he thought that he uh, was an only child. And then come to find out just through the Ancestry.com or the, what is it, Moira 23 23 and Me, and me. yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that he actually, there actually was uh, lineage, more lineage to his life as well. So he was able to meet uh, a sister that he didn't know that he had years later. Uh, and he heard when I first told this story on your program, he was listening, so he almost drove off the road. He was compelled to write me an email. And he he talks with that sister now every day, is what he said in the wow. email. So, yeah. You know, yeah, there could be some scandalous things happen uh, by way of theancestry.com. And we'd like to think that many more of the experiences like what I am having right now. Uh, define the ancestry.com and the 23 and May because this guy's very happy. I'm, I'm very happy. And, uh, this, this was just really, really cool. It's a very cool family that I met. And to know that she is now part of me is, is nothing short of wonderful as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. For a long time, I thought I was adopted and my mother insisted I wasn't because I didn't look like anybody in the family. Uh huh. And as I grow older, I'm looking a lot more like, I'm certainly looking a lot more like my late brother and uh, like my late father. And I'm not terribly happy about that, to be, to be <laughs> honest it. with you. Now stop. No, I, I'm not. I mean, I'm just not because I know what my father looked at, like, uh, you know, shortly before he died. And not because he looked crappy before he died. He just looked kind of crappy as he got older. And I don't want to look like that. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm as vain as the next guy. I might be more vain than you, Pat Clark. 
I know you have your vanity. I mean, did your father well, have a the... Did your father have a mustache? Never. Oh, okay. I just wondered. Mm. But did he you... had a full head of hair. Did your sister? That's good. That's good. Did your sister have a mustache? What are you talking? Oh, about? Well, I don't talking? know. I'm just asking. That's just no, a... that's a great point, Moira. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying. There was a time when I was young when when I was developing, you know, and my sisters were just they weren't. I mean, they just were all so homely. I was convinced that I was adopted when uh, when I was young, just because they looked so much different, and I I was obviously the good looking one in the family. Of course, I was like, how yeah. can they possibly be my sisters? Oh, yeah, this a, is so rude. Honestly, yeah, that's the way I thought for years and years and years. I mean, I looked at my brother and my sisters, and I said, "You got to be kidding me! I'm not part of this group. I know that." Now, yeah. Mama. I'm not fess up. Well, I, Who make, was it? I make fun. Bob's you Ellis? guys all know my, my sisters are all so, they're all beautiful. They really are. Yeah. Well, it's a great family. That's a great story, and I'm very, very, very happy for you. I just did. Well, thanks, James. I appreciate that. Well, I am. Thanks for letting me tell the story. Um, I, I think, you know, these stories like this need to be told, I think. Yeah. All right, Patrick. I hope you have a wonderful uh, weekend. And uh, we won't be here next weekend, next Friday, next Thursday, I mean. Right? right. Yeah, right. we're taking off. We're okay. taking off because of the 4th of July, and I'm on vacation anyway. So it'll be a couple of weeks before we talk to you. But when we do that, we'll talk some sports, all right? <laughs> I that's promise. A, that's a great idea. All right, all right let's do it. Happy holiday, okay? Same you to too. you. All right, stay safe out there, Patrick. Okay. Thank there you, James. Go. Pat Clark Candle Sports bye over at Channel 2. Bye-bye. Wow. Isn't that a great story, that though? That is great. Mm-hmm. Every time. He's a good storyteller, but the idea that he was so uh, warmly received by them and he was... So open to meeting a new branch of the family that he never even knew he had. Come yeah. on, cousin Carol, send over the information. You think you have relatives floating out there somewhere? No, it's my cousin Carol, by the way, who was adopted. Yeah, see, by my uncle Ray, the one who's never had a wrinkle in a suit. Yeah, never must up. Yeah, never must up. Mm-hmm. It's amazing ability. Well, <clears throat> always look because, crisp. I yeah. think people spend hours and hours and hours doing this, and then they're like, "Oh, you want me just to hand over all my work to you?" Yeah. All right. Well, why yeah. not? I mean, it's a family. I mean, my cousin Carol's eighty years old. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? No, she's keeping it. Apparently, he is she? she yeah. Well, at least tell me that you're keeping it. All right. <laughs> what do you want her her to provide? She you? has a lot of information as it relates to my mother's family. Mm-hmm. My mother grew up, as I've made, mentioned many times on this program, in East Pajip, mm-hmm. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Looked like something came out of a, an old Clint, Clint Eastwood western movie. I'm not kidding you. I mean, the water, they had no running water. They had to go down to the main square and pump oh, their boy. water. That's, that's how. That's old timey. And then, of course, she got married and moved directly to New York City. Oof. I mean, there's a story in there somewhere. But she's got all the info about her father and mother and relatives and where they came from. And this, is why your... I, this is why I always say I think I hail from parts of Missouri. Oh, no. My wife gets very upset when I say that. Because she's thinking, oh, if you're from Missouri, then the next, what's the next step? Kentucky and Tennessee. Mm. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will do everything. <laughs> Alexa, can you unclog the toilet? Yeah, I'm kind of busy right now. But until then, just tell her to play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Playing Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. Phillips File for a Thursday. Uh, Phillips Fowl won't be here tomorrow, Friday. So it's the Jim Culpert Show between 3 and 7. We'll talk to Jimmy later in the program, see what he has on. Tap the big story of the day now is another mass shooting. This one in Annapolis, Maryland. Five now dead, multiple wounded. 
in a shooting at a newspaper earlier this afternoon. I think we have, what, the county manager speaking to reporters just minutes ago? Just minutes ago. Uh, let's hear this. I'm County Executive Steve Shue of Anne Arundel County. We've had a terrible shooting incident here this afternoon. There are several people uh, who have died from this incident, and several others are injured. Those who are injured uh, have been transported for medical care to Anne Arundel Medical Center and to Johns Hopkins shock trauma. Those fatalities are uh, so so sad, and, and I don't know what to say other than our thoughts and prayers are with them and their families, and we take comfort knowing that they are in God's embrace. The shooter is in custody and being interrogated at this time. I want to commend the public safety professionals who were very quick to the scene here within about 60 seconds and we've had a tremendous response not only from Anne Arundel County Police and Fire, Annapolis City Police and Fire, but also State Police, Howard County, Prince George's, uh, several federal agencies including FBI and ATF. I want to thank all of those agencies for their quick response and being our partners in this very unfortunate incident. I'd like to ask Governor Hogan to say a few words. Governor? Thank you. you know, I just want to say, first of all, um, our, our thoughts and prayers are with the victims and their families. and. Um, I want to thank the, the uh, law enforcement professionals who responded. Our emergency response team was, is, they did an incredible job. They're still doing the job right now, but the fact that they responded within 60 seconds, I want to, I want to give uh, serious praise to uh, Anne Arundel County and the city of Annapolis uh, for, for their response. And we were here with the state agencies to back them up. We have federal agencies. Uh, it's a tragic uh, situation. We can't we don't have all the information yet, and we can't give all the information yet because it's an active crime scene and right, investigation. That's the uh, governor of Maryland, five uh, now dead, uh, multiple people wounded at a newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. The shooter is in custody. So there we go again. There are no other active shooters in the building. So it's just uh, another... Uh, you think that they hustled everybody out of there, the injured, but they left the people who were deceased. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't move them after their, it's evidence. Mm-hmm. It's much like what happened at Pulse, you know, sad to say, but that's the way it has to be. There, there's an investigation that has to be conducted and, uh, those bodies are not moved until investigators, uh, say it's, it's okay to do so. Ugh. Somebody who identified themselves as a, as an intern at the Capitol Gazette little newspaper, yeah. uh, tweeted out a request for help around a quarter to three, uh, which ha- was is tragic. And there's somebody who's also a reporter who covers the courts or crime or something. He was under the desk and said, there's nothing more terrifying than hearing, you know, people shot around you and then hearing the gunman reload. Earlier report had the uh, weapon of choice by this gunman as a shotgun. I That's what came across. Mm-hmm. I'll have to uh, get more information about that. Uh, but there you go. It's just another uh, another day in the United States of America with the predicate being guns. And pretty soon, if not already, you'll hear, well, wouldn't it be better if the editor had a gun? You can confront these people. The gun I mean, is putting the, the newspaper together? Sure. No. Yeah, after a while, you just say, you know, knock off that happy horse hockey. Mm. No, will you please? Uh, this doesn't happen in other civilized nations. Certainly not never to the extent that this is because uh, 
Their access to uh, weapons is not like it is in the United States. But, you know, we, we may just have that, you know, so let's start. Uh, maybe we ought to just stop moaning and groaning about this and say, well, that's the way it is here. You know, we, we, we like having all these guns around. We like hundreds of millions of weapons in the arms of civilians. And uh, whether they're half-crazed or ex-felons or just nut jobs or just regular citizens who, you know, get angry about something. Well, it's, well, the know, other side yeah, will say, yeah, we'll live I can't with that. take my gun. It's my Second Amendment right to have a gun. Yeah, well, so don't even talk to me about giving up my gun or putting not it gonna in happen. any This is what's going to happen. If we're going to have guns, this right. is the price that we pay that uh, for having guns. You know, let's just admit that then and uh, and get on with it. Instead of this back and forth and back and forth. Here's who we are. We're, uh, we're violent people. No more violent than anybody else. But uh, we're allowed to use weapons to exercise our violence. I mean, firearms to exercise our violence in the United States as opposed to other uh, civilized nations. So there you go. one 978 You know, I learned, you know, I'm an expert in the eBay play now. What does that mean, the eBay play? Well, when People you're looking to buy eBay? something on eBay... Yeah, I have I never. No. Uh. I do. Yeah, YouTube and eBay, big fans. You can't. But eBay, oh, there's, right. yeah. if you really want something <laughs> on eBay. favorite websites. Okay. YouTube is great. Yeah. YouTube, I mean, is. YouTube is so much better than it was just several years ago. It's That's whatever you, you need to everything. find out, yeah. YouTube University. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, whether you want to learn to play the guitar or, or calligraphy. Sure. Or, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's something. Everything. You can learn everything. But uh, <clears throat> so I'll buy certain things that I'm interested on eBay. Mm-hmm. And he used to get outbid all the time and lose that. But now, here's the way you do it. I'm going to give you a competition. You sound like it's a competition. You want the, you want the item. Well, I understand that. Uh, you, you're desirous of, of that item. Yeah. Here's what you have to do. Right? Uh-huh. I'm listening. You make a bid on something. All right. Then you go to bid history. And you see who the big bidders are, the ones who really want this particular item. They seem to item. come back to it. Yeah, because yeah. they'll keep coming back. They get outbid, and they keep coming back to it, and they bid. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Right before, maybe a day before the auction is over with, bid again. Right? If you really want to bid again. Okay. Yeah. And then you use Snipe Mm. or Easy Snipe or Easy Sniper. Yeah. And you put your high bid in there. Or even a couple of days beforehand, because that guy that's been bidding all the time, he's going to come back. He wants it so much that he's going to say, oh, wow. Uh, la, 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 la. He bid, and he's he's going to be the high bidder. And then nobody's bidding on that for a couple of days, right? Yeah. This guy's fat, dumb, and happy thinking he's the high bidder. Yeah. Until you out-snipe him. you got to use that easy snipe. It's funny because I've been using the sniper, but you, it seems like you're describing yourself in that situation. Because isn't that how you used to do it? Right. Like, You'd be the guy actively every time you got outbid, you you'd bid again. Oh yeah, or I'm, or I'm looking at the clock and last minute yeah. I put a bid in, and you still get outbid because somebody else is using Easy why? Snipe. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's well, true. That's why they had one. I think I used to use AuctionStealer.com, mm-hmm. and you you would get like ten seconds before it yeah, ended. Yeah. But if you paid for it, you would get like three seconds before it ended, so you could you know ensure that you would be that last highest bidder. Why do you bid at all if you're going to use the sniper? Just service? to get in. Just to get in. But I you're want... still in. What? No, you don't want to clue anyone else out into the fact that there may be interest in it. And you're, you could be raising the price on yourself. You just like to get yeah. in on the action. <laughs> you know, though, you could be forcing the bid higher than you're really willing I know, to pay. But oh. what I'm bidding on is not. You're an expert. If this was, <laughs> well, I mean, if this the thing that I bid, if things that I bid on were hundreds of dollars or even close to, I mean, it's. 
minuscule, mm-hmm. the bid amount. I mean, it's not going to, if I lose, which I will not, it's not going to break the bank. Unless I bid on a thousand of them. Are you bidding on things that are in the like $100 range or $5 range or thousand? Both. Oh, no. Okay. Nothing over 100. Nothing over 100. Uh, nothing really even close to 100. What's the last thing you bought on eBay? Well, I just can't tell you right now. <laughs> Sorry, Real Mobile 77031. <laughs> they were asking. Yeah. So they can outbid you. I haven't used it. Well, I can't remember the last time I used eBay. Ever since Amazon Prime, I'm just find it and buy it and have it in two days. When yeah, I but use, what I'm bidding on, you can't get in two I, days. And I understand that. And some of it might be, uh, you know, uh, items from so- another person. However, with eBay and with Groupon, yeah. I get frustrated because when you order something and then suddenly it's like day five, day six, day seven, yeah. you're like, uh-huh. I'm used to getting stuff in two days. What? Right. Why do I have to wait? Oh, I'll use something. My <laughs> wife says, kind of, you know, I just started that. Where was that thing? So what would you do? Ordered an hour ago? You're so impatient. It has to be here right away. I want chop, well, chop. Yeah, I want well, it. Do, uh, Orlando is one of those cities where we have the one hour, don't we? Or two hour? Uh, Rarely, depending on though, where... by using Amazon to, you know, um, I get, I'll get books or whatever, but I like to use the bookstore because I like to support the local bookstore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we the still other have things, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're great places to go. Yeah. There are actually books there, Jack. Now, yeah. I know you're not too familiar with I books. thought they just housed coffee shops. No, they have good sugar cookies. Oh, No, good the cookies. sugar cookies excellent. That oh. Barnes & Noble down off Bumby is excellent. Their mm-hmm. coffee is a little strong, but... Uh, well. <laughs> yeah, but the things I bid on, you're normally not... You're not going to find on Amazon. There's a, there's it's a, not there. Isn't there another company or another piece of Amazon where it's called like Amazon stuff or stuff that you need to run your house like paper towels or toilet paper whatever like you get on a uh, a system like a timetable where every you know two weeks you get another subscription services I do it for a couple items you know where every couple of weeks you get an oh now you get paper towels now you get toilet paper now you get baths you know soap now you get whatever and you just order the stuff and it Mm. comes to your house pine saw or you know whatever it is the cleaning supplies or regular old household stuff like Etsy too now Etsy's like hey take it or leave it artsy yeah Yeah, they're cool yeah here's the price take it or leave it Etsy's like I made this with popsicle sticks Etsy's expanded beyond (laughs) that though that's the way used used to be crafts Uh and then it kind of moved into antique type things that maybe they would I here's an old pail that I turned into a, a uh, flower pot right uh, but now it's all it's kind of like uh, a lot of stuff you could find come on what'd you buy on eBay and uh, but they just say here's the price and uh, we're not gonna dick around here so oh. you want to pay the price is it for a new hobby what'd you buy on eBay yeah what'd you buy bro Oh, I got no. <laughs> oh, come on. Just one of two items. You said you, you're, you're bidding on lots of things. Just give us one item that you're bidding on. No, that's it's a five dollar no, item. No, it's a, it's all it's all in the group of tools. It's all in the group. Is it for of your thing? For your tractor? Is it for the? It's the Phillips Fire on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Want to play a game? Call now for closest to the pin 407-916-1041. Tell you what I do not go to eBay for. I did not even use Amazon when it comes to the air filter for my AC at home. I use Filter Easy and Filter Easy. 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Five dead, multiple uh, number of people injured in a shooting at a newspaper in Annapolis, uh, Maryland today. Uh, the shooter has been taken into uh, custody. We will provide you more information as we get it. Time for that regular round of Closest to the Pin. Uh, I'm playing against Irene with Melissa Jean as the backup. I'll head to the <laughs> that sounds southern boot. to me, very southern. Mm-hmm. Why, because it's two names? Melissa Jean. Or, yeah, yeah uh-huh. I think that's it. All right. Well, today, you'll be happy to know we have a $50 PyroSpots gift certificate to Woo-hoo. give away. PyroSpot Fireworks is your local source for best fireworks. You can be a backyard hero with Florida's largest selection of buy one, get two free fireworks with two locations now to serve you. One on the corner of 434 and 1792 in Longwood, and one all the way out in Eustis. You can visit I Want Fireworks. Dot com for more info. All right. Thank you very much. That's where I go for my fireworks. Be doing that again this year. Same. Hello, Irene. Hello. Ready to play? I'm ready. Uh, yesterday, a topic came up about asteroids, and it just happens that this weekend we have Asteroid Day. I believe that's one of Moira's special food days. Asteroid Day, I think, is Saturday. So uh, the, Brad sent this category for today. You bet your asteroid. Questions related to asteroids. Okay, Brad hates me. (laughs) I'm sure you're lovely. He doesn't hate anybody. It's remembering the Tungusta event on Asteroid Day that's happened this weekend. Tungusta. Tungusta. Isn't that what you were talking about yesterday, Mr. Pinkman? Si, senor. Okay, Irene. Just settle in. You'll be fine. We're going to reset the clock for you and begin your round in three, two, one. The Tungusta event remains the most powerful of its kind recorded in history. It produced much more energy than the Hiroshima atomic bomb. How many times more? A hundred. So what if an asteroid the size of Texas was hurling towards Earth? You'd call Harry Stamper and his crew, a.k.a. Bruce Willis and the ensemble cast chronicled in Armageddon. When was the movie released? 99. Armageddon had a budget of $140 million, uh, so maybe there's a cheaper way to split up those boogers. I got it. The Asteroids video game. When was that introduced? Uh, 65. Spoiler, uh, wait, asteroid alert. While you were sleeping, the giant asteroid Vesta... 3x the size, three times the size of the UK, zoom past the Earth at neck-breaking speed. When was it first discovered? Two thousand. Okay, so Vesta is a biggie, but it may envy Ceres, the largest asteroid in our solar system and classified as a dwarf planet. It visited by NASA probe Dawn in this year. 88. Time. Good job. Let's put you on hold. Oh, boy. He only hated you on some of the questions. Classic Brad. We record Irene's time. As Jim makes his way back into the studio. Slowly.
unlike the Tunguska event. I remember playing Asteroids. Oh, that that was a game changer. I tell you what. That's when all your money, let's see, if I was 13, I had a paper out at the time, and you get all of your tip money, then you'd go to the video games. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Good times. Hello, Jim. Hello. Reliving my youth. Thank uh, you. The youths. Uh, you bet your Asteroid. Jim, that's the name <laughs> of the category by Brad today. Correct. We are talking about the Tungusta event yesterday, that uh, asteroid that hit in Russia. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, asteroid day is this weekend i know how are you celebrating i'm uh i'm um I'm, i don't know <laughs> all right. take a piece of hot ordering something from ebay throw it in the pool questions related to asteroids are you ready asteroids yeah okay here we go in three yeah. two one the tungusta event remains the most powerful of its kind recorded in history it produced much more energy than the Hiroshima atomic bomb. In Russia. How many times more? 200. So what if an asteroid the size of Texas was hurtling down towards Earth? Uh -huh. You'd call Harry Stamper and his crew, a.k.a. Bruce Willis and his ensemble cast, chronicled in Armageddon. When was the movie released? 2004. Armageddon had a budget of $140 million. Mm. So maybe there's a cheaper way to split up those boogers. I got it. The Asteroids video game. When was it introduced? 1978. Spoiler or wait. Asteroid alert. While you were sleeping, the giant asteroid Vesta, three times the size of the United Kingdom, zoomed past the Earth at neck-breaking speed. Yeah. When was it first discovered? 2007. Okay, so Vesta is a biggie, yeah. but it may envy Ceres, the largest asteroid in our solar system Correct. and classified as a dwarf planet. Yeah, yeah. It is visited by NASA probe Dawn in this year. That was uh, 1991. Wow. Neck-breaking speed. Break-necking? No. See, see, it would be breakneck speed, right? Yeah. Neck-breaking speed. It just sounds so weird to say it. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Obama. No, thanks, Brad. Thanks, so Brad. Brad Obama. All right, here we oh, go, Jim. Nope. Oh, right. have your time recorded. I'm adding five right. seconds of your time. Right. Good luck, Irene. Playing against Irene. Yeah. Come on, oh, Irene. God. Let's see if she can oh, do it here. Geez. So oh, the Tungsa boy. event, seismic oh, yeah. rumbles were observed as far away uh, in the UK, hitting Russia. They could feel it in the UK. How many times more powerful than the Hiroshima atomic bomb for that Tungusa asteroid or event? As they say. Irene said. 100 times. Jim. 200. The answer is somewhere in between. <laughs> 185 oh, times. Jim. Jim is closer. Jim gets that point. That was a big one. Oh, movie I have never seen, Armageddon. Uh, neither have I. Uh, it's about breaking up an asteroid, Bruce Willis and the crew. Oh, it's uh, d decently bad. Yeah. Decently bad. Billy Bob Thornton, Liv Tyler, Ben asteroid Affleck, building. Will Patton, Bruce Willis. What year was the movie released? Uh, Another Irene. Christmas movie. Irene said. Irene said 99. Jim said 04. <sighs> uh, off by one year. Oh. 1998. Irene ties the oh, game. Irene. Oh, bro. Come on, Irene. Uh, I get it. <laughs> oh, I swear. Oh, Irene. Uh, <laughs> so, you're making me scream. Oh, $140 million dollars for that movie. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. Nowadays, that's just your average movie. Right. Uh, but <laughs> Asteroids, to break up that asteroid, but the Asteroids video game, when was that introduced? Over 70,000 arcade cabinets Asteroid. were sold. Hmm. Asteroids. Yes. Oh, it was great. It was, wasn't it? It was great. I think I, that's the last video game I ever played. Irene, 
Irene I'm said, not kidding you. I think that's about it. <laughs> Irene said? Irene said this thing came out in 65. Jim said 78. Off by a year. 79. That's Jim a, gets the point. Asteroids or cocaine? Asteroids or cocaine? Oh. Eh. Both. Why not both? <laughs> oh, you can't. Live it up. No, it was you pop- can't play asteroids no. when you got, you no, know, it got was four lines in you. You can't do it. It was weed well, and asteroids. You're just not going to do it very well. Weed and asteroids. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see if Irene can tie it up here. Uh, let's see. This was, oh, the neck-breaking speed oh, of Vesta, which was three times the size of the United Kingdom. When was it first discovered? Oh, this okay, is so easy. Recently passed, but when was it first discovered? Mm-hmm. Irene said. 2000. And Jim. 07. What year? 2007. 2007? Mm-hmm. And yeah. what Irene say? 2000, even. Oh, 1807 Oops. is the answer. It's all tied up. <laughs> oh, Oops. way back. Way, way, way back. <laughs> Okay. Oops. It's all right. Well, yeah. It's down to this, though. It comes down to this final fifth question. All right, question. Irene. Okay, Vesta's big. separate the men from the boys. Ceres is the largest <laughs> asteroid in our solar system. Oh, boy. Yes. Yeah, they call it a dwarf planet. Mm-hmm. Now, NASA sent the probe Dawn there. Uh, uh, the NASA probe Dawn is part of Space Force. In what year? Irene said. 88. This ah. is for the win, right? Ah. Yes. Jim said. 91. Come the on. answer? Yes. 2015. Jim wins Jim the game. Wins. I, I read, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'm going to a long vacation, and I'm just, what can what? I say? Oh. I got to say. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. pin nice try, pin, though, Irene. Pin. Came close, but close doesn't win. Mm-mm. And closest to the pin. What? what? Wait, I kind thought of it does. does. Yeah, does it? <laughs> it sort of does. I thought that's the whole point of the game. Let me rephrase that. Sort of close doesn't come close oh. to winning closest to the pin. Mm, okay. Kind of close. Sorry, don't feed the bulldog. Glenn close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Apparently. <laughs> that was a tough one. It was tough. Yeah, asteroid day. Yeah. My favorite that holiday. Russian one. I mean, people. A lot of people don't know about that because the Russians, uh, the Soviet Union, kept that quiet. Yeah, they don't want to talk about it. But hundreds of thousands of acres of, of timber were flattened by this asteroid when it hit. Didn't you say it was like the size of Toledo? I think it's about the size of a of a school bus. And if you have to say a school, you know, when did I read somewhere? If a if an asteroid. The size of a small building hit the Gulf of Mexico. The crater would be 300 miles in diameter. Ooh. It's like from here to Miami, 300 miles. Well, it's 250 to Miami. Yeah. Can you imagine a crater that size? Normally, we don't uh, tease what's upcoming, but uh, we had a a couple categories sent today, so we kind of are already setting ourselves up for next week. Michael, a listener, sent the category that was specific, uh, you know, to something happening this week. We'll, we'll get that time. next week. And also, it's oh. the beginning of a new month. And so we always <laughs> honor first responders at the first closest to the pin game right. of each and every month. So you got that to look forward to. I want you to think about yeah, it yeah, while yeah. you're not here. By the way, there's uh, <laughs> new information. I think it broke yesterday. More information today about the uh, status of Officer Valencia with the Orlando Police Department. And uh, encouraging news. I think there's been some movement uh, by him. I believe he's still under a comment. I say this is uh, just to remind everybody that the GoFundMe account is still open. 
and uh, this is to to aid his family. This will be a slow recovery. I think he's going to be transferred, if he hasn't already, to a brain injury rehab-type facility, if you want to call it that, in Georgia. That's exactly right. And the GoFund account uh, remains open. If you've got a couple of bucks you can spare, and I know you can, uh, just go to realradio.fm. We'll direct you to that GoFundMe account and kick in a couple of bucks. Yeah, if you you click on you go under shows in the Phillips file, and there's a link there. It's his picture. You click on that, and it has a link that goes right to the GoFundMe page. <laughs> uh, right now, they just passed one hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, we can do uh, we can do better than that. We did a great job in this community when it came to covering some of the funeral expenses for the four children who were held hostage in the incident uh, that started with the wounding of Officer uh, Valencia. Mm-hmm. And but it will be a slow, hard recovery for him and his family. So if you, if you don't mind, take a couple of bucks from your uh, wallet, your pocketbook, and uh, put it into that GoFundMe. That'd be account. nice. It would be nice. It'd be a good thing to do. You'll feel better about it as well. We have this terrible shooting in Annapolis, Maryland, early this afternoon, a couple of hours ago. Uh, somebody stormed into or walked into a newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. Opened up with a shotgun. Five have been killed. Uh, they say up to 20 have 20 been plus, wounded. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't know the extent of their injuries. The shooter is in custody. So we're trying to garner some more information about that. If you watch the cable news, now it's just speculation. You know, every time this happens and you don't have enough information to pass on, now you've got to fill the time with speculation. Here's the expert. Here's the specialist. Here's the pundit. Here's the whatever. Mm-hmm. Trying to say something and, for the most part, they say nothing at all. It's just a way of filling time before they can get more facts and figures. You know who Milo Yiannopoulos is? Sure. See. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. In a text uh, to reporters earlier this week, uh, yeah, he sure. had this quote. I can't wait for the vigilante squads to start gunning down journalists on site. Today, multiple journalists were shot and killed or gravely injured in Annapolis. Oh, he's an ass. He is. Isn't he? I mean, right. that's all. But, you know, there are other uh, government officials who call journalists the enemies of the people and you know uh, lock them up and go get them and i'll bail you out if you smack them one or you well, know whatever yeah, i realize that but, but let's not sit, get too far ahead of ourselves because we don't know correct oh, but, what this this could be a just disgruntled employee uh, yeah they this could said be that, right? uh, you know who, mm-hmm. many different reasons why uh, this yeah. nonsense he occurred didn't, didn't that's like not something to, he read in the paper that's not <laughs> certainly that's not to take away from uh from castigating uh, anybody in a position of power who turns and says that uh, the news media are are enemies of the people that's just ridiculous that's absolutely nons- nonsensical stuff to say and uh why why what nobody should pay any attention to that kind of crap and nonsense mm-hmm. uh, the media uh, are not enemies of the people this country has a long long history of a uh, free press that has uncovered a lot of nonsense that goes on that you would never know about, whether it's in your local community or on the state level or certainly on the national level, as it relates to uh, what certain institution in this institutions in this country have been up to, including uh, companies and corporations and individuals. And you, uh, they would have gotten away scot-free had it not been for the uh, news media. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. What else do we have? They're still looking for those uh, coach, that soccer team, and that cave in Thailand. Those 12 kids, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a coach, 25 years old. I don't know if I've ever been in a cave. 
Mm-mm. Well, it, it just seems odd. So oh. you're in a cave. You know they they're on terra firma. There, but it's the rainy season, and then there's some flooding that goes up, and they get caught. They're trapped in there, and then the water kind of, I don't know, pushes them deeper in. But for five days, divers have been trying to They actually blew a hole uh, in the mountain in an effort to lessen the flooding and perhaps extricate these people from this uh, place where they're trapped inside this cave. It's They haven't figured out how to get them out, but... Now, the uh, authorities in Maryland, in Annapolis, uh, are um, putting together a press conference to provide more information to the news media about this terrible mass shooting in Annapolis today. And when that happens, uh, we will do our best to bring that to you. And it might be in a couple of minutes or it might be well past uh, six o'clock. But whatever we're doing, we'll try to switch over to the best of our ability and pass that information on to you. It's... uh, Kind of hard to keep uh, track of these mass shootings in the United States if you don't have a scorecard. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Check of the news. I will talk to Jim Colbert. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Two polygraph experts were arrested for stealing a bike when they were at a training conference for polygraph experts. Sounds like they won't be able to lie their way out of this one. Next. A man has been pulled over twice in one week for overloading his truck. He's quoted as saying pull me once shame on you pull me twice shame on you because I'll never learn my lesson. Finally, a lingerie company is now making pool floats with holes cut out for busted women. In other, unrelated news, swim goggle sales have skyrocketed. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. All right, authorities in uh, Annapolis, Maryland, uh, just started another press conference regarding this shooting. Let's uh, switch over to CNN. Earlier today, there's been a terrible tragedy here in Anne County. Uh, there was an active shooter incident. Five people are dead. Several more are wounded and in the care of Anne Arundel Medical Center. The shooter is in our custody and being interrogated as we speak. Uh, I want to acknowledge the tremendous work of our public safety professionals today, particularly the Anne Arundel County Police Department, the Annapolis City Police Department, and the Anne Arundel County Sheriff's Office. They were on the scene in about 60 seconds, but beyond that, they went immediately into that building without a moment's hesitation and demonstrated incredible courage. And we are so deeply appreciative of their great work. It could have been a lot worse. Governor Hogan. Well, I want to thank you all for being here. Uh, obviously, our, our uh, hearts go out to the victims and their families. And I just want to reiterate, uh, County Executive Shu, it's all three county agencies, the city police force, county police, the sheriff's department. We have, I think, 10 different other agencies backing them up. All the state police agencies are here as well, federal partners. And, uh, you know, uh, it's a tragic situation. Uh, but there were some very brave people that came in and, and kept it from being even worse. And the response time was incredible. So uh, that's all I have to say. Chief Brent. Good afternoon. I promised you guys an update. So <clears throat> Deputy Chief William Cranf, the Anne County Police Department. So the building as we speak is now tactically secured. And what that means is our SWAT team and our quick responders have been through the building. It is secure as far as there are no more persons in the building that are a threat to anyone else. We did recover um, what we thought may have been an explosive device that has been taken care of. We have um, members of 
the uh, bomb squad on scene. We don't anticipate having any more explosive devices. Um, what is happening now that you see behind me is that our criminal investigation division, the actual investigators are now taking over the scene. We have released it to um, our members of the criminal investigation division so they can start the process of identifying what occurred and how it occurred and why it occurred. So at this time we had over 170 individuals in the building that were escorted out safely. They were taken to a reunification area over at the Annapolis Mall. We brought Jen Corbin in for our crisis intervention team who's going to say a few words in a moment to talk with the uh, witnesses, some of the victims, and the police officers who responded. At this time we're going to continue to the uh, investigation and we'll have an update for you later on this evening and I believe Ryan's going to give you a time for that. All right, that's the uh, latest from Annapolis, Maryland. A, a shooting incident inside a newspaper in Annapolis, Maryland. Five dead, a number of individuals wounded. Uh, they didn't say anything about a suspect being taken into custody. Those were earlier reports. Earlier reports also said that the weapon used in this particular incident was a shotgun and as you heard the acting or the assistant chief there said they believe that there was some kind of an explosive device that they took care of as well. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Phillips File for a uh, Thursday. Phillips File is not around on Fridays anymore. It's the Jim Colbert Show on Fridays between the hours of 3 and 7. Jimmy's on the line. So let's see what he has on tap for tomorrow before we get going on that. Last week, uh, you were talking about fireworks. Did you get into anything about the, you know, be aware that they're, I'm not against fireworks per se, but about veterans and just be aware about who might be in your neighborhood that might have a little bit of problem with PTSD? Yeah, you know, we did talk about that a little bit. And uh, obviously, uh, if you, I lived in a cul-de-sac before I moved into Baldwin and there were a couple older people in the neighborhood, and it was just kind of understood that everybody that was firing off fireworks would go over there and say, hey, look, you know, we're yeah. firing off fireworks tonight. And primarily dog owners are the sure. ones that we would also let know. And, then, you know, and some of them would actually, in our old, old neighborhood, would come and ask us, hey, are you doing fireworks again this year? And they would go, okay, well, I don't know, to either take off for a couple hours or do whatever. We would just always make an agreement to be done by a certain time. I think that's the thing as well. I mean, you hear them, okay, it's midnight or whatever. It's like, okay, shut it down. I think midnight is about the, but you'll get people three o'clock in the morning setting off some damn mortar or something. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, we, we've had that. You know, one o'clock in the morning, you hear a giant mortar go off and terrify everybody in the house. Not cool, but you can't control everybody, you know. What do you got on tap for tomorrow? Well, a couple things. Uh, we're going to do uh, talk about kind of the idea of a best friend. Um, it's kind of weird. I had a, a friend of mine that I've known since the sixth grade dropped by yesterday after right. a conference in Orlando, and it's kind of weird how you're able to catch up, you know, when you grew up in the same culture and stuff, how you're able to catch up. But then I started thinking, is it weird to have a best friend as a 50-year-old man? Do you even say that anymore? It's, it sounds kind of juvenile. Uh, so, you know, just kind of exploring the idea of having long-life friends going into – you know, your later post 50 years and how you even look at relationships like that if you have them at all, you know. So I find that, you know, as I get a little bit older, I find that I'm a little bit more isolated and a little more uh, selective of my kind of group of people I hang out with directly. Now, is this a guy you hadn't seen in a while or is this somebody who you keep in fairly close contact? Well, so over the past few years, you know, he'd gone through a bit of uh, some turmoil. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, his his wife passed at a really young age, just out of nowhere, had like a 
stroke embolism type thing. Mm. And, and, uh, we were very, very, very close friends. And after that, you know, he, it became a little bit more sporadic when we spoke. I tried yeah. to contact him, but he just didn't really feel like talking, you know? So, you know, we just kind of lost our ways for a while. And just recently over the last like year and a half, we've started to kind of recontact where we, we talk more frequently and it's, it's made me quite happy. So last yesterday he was over at my house for a couple hours and it was, it was really, really nice. So at, at, when he left, I just kind of started thinking about that. I was like, that's just really kind of weird how that happens, how there are certain people you, you create bonds with at a very young age. And then as you get older, you always find a way to have them circle back into your life. Mm-hmm. What animal are you having in the studio tomorrow? Do you know? We have something. Because <laughs> there's certain animals I say, you know, you have, if you had brought a piglet in here, a pig, you know, I could deal with that. You know, even if the pigs, had, you know, even if you had an Oreo race around the uh, console here on the table, I could deal with that. But if somebody brought in and say, hey, look what I have in the Tupperware uh, container. It's a tarantula. I'm saying, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm gone. I'm not going to be around for something like that. So, so tomorrow we actually have uh, the Birds of Prey Center coming in tomorrow. That's so a cool I place. Asked, I asked them this morning. I said, what are they bringing in? And uh, so I don't know, but, you know, we have a number of birds of prey here in Central Florida. So I'm sure anything from falcons to hawks to eagles. So who knows what will show up tomorrow. That birds of prey in Maitland, that's a fascinating place to go, especially, I mean, if you don't know much about birds, which I don't and didn't. I mean, the owls, you got an owl that's uh, four inches high, and then you got an owl that seems to be two feet tall. I mean, it's just a cool place, and they do wonderful work. They do, and I've seen an owl on a branch that looked like a tombstone. It, yeah. it was so big, it's sitting up there. Uh, also, if you have yet to ever YouTube harpy eagle uh, hunting, uh, it'll change the way you look at a, quote, bird, because that thing is a death machine. That's my, that's my porno name, harpy eagle. The harpy <laughs> eagle. Yeah. Well, the, the harpy I, eagle will have <laughs> I'm not yeah, watching harpy- a porno with Harpy Eagle. That's not. <laughs> I know. That's not drawing me. That's not drawing me in. I mean, I don't have anything against porno, but if somebody said, "Hey, look at this! Uh, yeah, you got to check this out, Harpy Eagles," I'm no thanks. It's like Stormy Daniels, you know, Harpy Eagle. Same thing. Harpy no. Eagle does. <laughs> Harpy Eagle does sound like an old vaudevillian porno. Yeah, yeah same, there you so go. It's a little bit more burlesque. Like somebody would yeah. come out with big, uh, you know, feathers and. Uh, <laughs> Stuff yeah. like that. Oh, sure. You should see that fan dance that I do with those feathers. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then, Gemma, uh, real quick, because I know we got to go, a little something more serious tomorrow, the developing story that happened this morning on the Monsters where I made a, a comment uh, uh, during the news segment, and it's caught fire. And so now I'm in the middle of something very interesting, and we're going to attack that tomorrow and kind of tell you all about kind of what's happened since about 9.10 this morning okay. until where I sit right now. All right, Jimmy, we'll be listening. Have a good show tomorrow. See you, buddy. All right. Jim Colbert show tomorrow between the hours of 3 and 7 on Real Radio. So you want to win upcoming next. We'll clear the lines. You want to be a contestant. I hope to hear from you. Yeah. Oh, did Eddie bring ice cream bars, drumsticks? No. Oh, uh, come on, bro. No, we're all reducing. Not me. No, you've already reduced. <laughs> thank you. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I think. It's all right, Eddie. Don't let him pick on you, buddy. It's okay. What about cookies? Brownies? Chips? 
Are, are you really hungry? Think I, of the children. Apparently he is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have something? Is it okay if I speak? Or you just no. gave me a wink like, like <laughs> hey, well, it's not hey, six bro, o'clock yet. It's you. not six o'clock, so I was holding oh, back because oh, I'm trying bro. to be polite. Well, if you got some ice cream, you better dish it out. <laughs> no. so, you know. I do have some chewing gum. You guys want us like no. a piece? It's is in it, a Ziploc bag. Double mint. Never no, mind. Mentos. All right. Thank okay. you, Eddie. <laughs> so you want to win up coming next on Real Radio 104.1. You can listen to the monsters in the morning on iHeartRadio. And now you can watch them every day on the new iHeart Monsters YouTube channel by going to monsters.fm. And listen every weekday morning on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna deconstruct the devil. I'm gonna find out where he sleeps. I'm gonna deconstruct the devil. I'm gonna see what he likes to eat. I'm gonna deconstruct the devil like he done to you and me. Me too. I'm gonna de. Construct the devil, I'm gonna offer him some treats. I'm gonna deconstruct the devil, I'm gonna listen when he speaks. I'm gonna deconstruct the devil like he done to you and me. Don't take no mind, I'm gone sometimes, cause it'll take a little while to find just what he drinks and just what he thinks. Cause there's a devil that is right. The devil will cite scripture for his own device. Mm-hmm. Let's get to uh, So You Want to Win It. Eddie the Shaman is with us as a lifeline. So is Mr. Pinkman. Three rounds to So You Want to Win It. That's uh, true-false. That's round one. Round two, if you make it that far, it's called Brad's in the News. Stories ripped from the headlines. Current events quiz. And, uh, of course, you make it through that to round three. It goes to Brad's who said that. It's about quotes and then a multiple choice. You pick the person who made the quotes. It's as simple as that right now. Mr. Pinkman, what are the prizes? We have a pair of passes to the advanced screening of The First Purge Monday, July 2nd at AMC Ultima 18. That's a prequel to all those lovely, lovely Purge movies that already Mm -hmm. exist. A pair of tickets to Randy Rainbow Live at the Hard Rock Live on Thursday, November 29th. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets Mm -hmm. for more info on that. A pair of tickets to the special IMAX 3D advanced screening of Ant-Man and the Wasp also on Monday, July 2nd at Regal Point Orlando Stadium 20. And finally, last but not least... A pair of tickets to the Coca-Cola Firecracker 250 on Sweet. Friday, July 6th at the Daytona International Speedway. Go to DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com for more info. Hey, let's get it underway. All Kathy, uh, you're first up. Ready to play, Kathy? Oh, yeah. I have to win. I need to win. All right, Kathy. Let's oh, see what you do. She needs to this win. Is, no, I'm not going to give it to you, though. You have lifelines. Count on them if you need them. True or false, Kathy? True or false? Not just for women anymore. Drug makers are targeting male clientele in new Brotox campaign. In a new Brotox mm. campaign. True or false? Uh, true. All right. No lifelines? A lifeline. All right. Give you two lifelines. That's how magnanimous I am. Nice. Well, You don't have to follow their recommendations, but what do you say, Eddie? Did you say your name was Kathy? That is Kathy. This woman on the line. Kathy, yes. first of all, you're a winner. You got through. <laughs> yes. See, there we go. Now, I don't oh, think boy. that all those commercials that I've been seeing are for men's Botox, but they are. But I don't think it's called Brotox. Hey, how about some Brotox, bro? You know what I'm talking about, bro? 
No, I'm saying, Gene? That is true. No way, Bohemian Rhapsody. Really? You're saying false? Sure. I say it's false. Sure thing, Bromo. Eddie sexual. says false. No way. And Mr. Pinkman says true. What Thanks, do you want to do, Bromo. Kathy? True or false? Um, let's change it to false. You sure you want to stay with it? It's false, yes. I'll give you five seconds to change your mind. Uh-oh. No, I'm going to say with false. I'm trying to help you, Kathy. I'm trying Here's to help, the help you here. You're, you're complaining about it. True. That's true. your final answer. Ah. There you go. All right, oh, right. it is true. Uh, you're not yeah, going to get yeah. the same kind of assistance in round two. All right, Here's here we Mo. go. This is Brad's in the news. Stories are ripped from the headlines, and here you go. You did what? You stood toe-to-toe with Oprah back in the 90s. You featured ballistic-spurned lovers and gender-fluid guests. Come on out. We'll be right back. Or not. Who is retiring his chair after presiding over 4,000 episodes? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, wow. A lifeline. It would have to be the guru known as Mori Povich. That's I, what I think. I would pick the other guru, Jerry Springer. Cereal? Really? Oh, Kathy, what are you do? I don't know. Maury, Maury maybe Tony Maury Povich. That's your final yeah. answer? Yeah. No, I'm no, sorry, it's Jerry Kathy. Springer. Oh, oh Kathy, no. I'm not the winner now. Bro, Montana. No, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie. Eddie, she really wanted to win. Yeah. She, she, did. Did. she, she did. needed Povich, to though. win. You gotta. I mean, Maury's dude. He's good, uh, dude. Know, I can't take it away from you. He's become. He's become. Oh, I was way wrong. But he became like. You know what I mean? He was doing no, real news for a while, and then it became just. I've got the results. Who's the daddy? And it's just sad. Yeah, the money mm. train arrived sad. at Maury's uh, station, and he said, hmm, "This is better than what they're paying me at CBS or wherever he was." That's you know right. what I mean? Hey, Greg. Here we go. Greg, true or false? Contrary to popular belief, Greg, dogs and cats are not at risk from iguana feces. Is that true or false? Oh, he's underwater. False. False, he says. No, I'm sorry. Hit the wrong button. That is uh. true. You're out of here. <laughs> Here's Mark. All right, everybody, one at a time. Mark, tech mogul Bill Gates is funding a project to create genetically modified male mosquitoes that will mate with and eventually exterminate females. Is that true or false? Mosquito genocide. Uh, Sounds like a plan. That's a good one. I'll say true. That's your final answer? Yes. You're going around, too. Here's Uh Mo. This is Brad's in the news, stories ripped from the headlines, but yours is a common bond. Jim Phillips, Jack Bradshaw, and co-producer of All Gaming, Brad. What do these three men have in common? Oh, I don't know. Me neither. Uh, three people that have never been in my kitchen. Oh, you're oh, so he's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. Let that me is... just say that I'm holding a grudge. That's true. I'm one of many that I Jim hold. is a, a grudge holder, one. but this is something where he is still yeah. harping on this. Yep. So my lifeline should know the answer. Yeah, they he should. Sh- he should. Mm-hmm. Eddie? Yeah, Eddie should. And I Eddie? don't know if they've all been in my kitchen. I have. Yeah, that is true. And Jim, you've been in my kitchen. Hang on, wrong answer. Um, Do you think that you guys got left off the most... Powerful person in the world. They got left list. off, all right. Oh no! Maybe they're oh. all celebrating their oh. anniversaries at the same time. Oh, I think I know. Um, uh, you can't be a lifeline. I didn't know I was left off until after the fact. That's true. yeah. Me too. 
Oh, uh-huh. um, what do you think about that, Mr. Pingman? Any idea to help out Mark? The Wall of Fame and the Nicholson School of Communication. No. No, that's just me uh-huh. and Jack. <laughs> about the U- no, that's UCF, right? Yeah. You guys, um, how about uh, most Brad, influential? Brad, Jack, and Jim. No. Brad, Brad, Jack, Something and Jim. Something that did not happen. Yeah. Oh, for uh, us. you guys were supposed to go to a concert together, and you didn't go. Doesn't no. Pinkman have any guesses? Yeah, Mr. Pinkman. Honestly, I don't know. Something that Jim, Brad, and Jack were not maybe invited to? Oh, no. Was there? Maybe. Uh, I got it. Something that C-Lane was invited to? engagement party, yes. That's your final answer? Yeah, right. Wait, hang on. Engagement party. Can we, can we add another name to that list? What about Eddie? me, bro? Your invite got Seriously? lost in the mail. Harsh. Seriously. Harsh. Seriously. Harsh. Yeah. Harsh. Harsh. I, forgot yeah, I, was, I forgot I was mad till Brad reminded me. Uh, Man, that's, Brad. that's brutal. Eddie, 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 Eddie. Shh. I mean, I don't mind that I'm not on the list. Shh. Screw you. The fact well, I do. He, the fact that you're not on the list is insulting. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the easy thing, he could have invited me because he knows I would, I would say anywhere. I'm not going Yeah. Anywhere. But he would get a gift. But I would get, yeah. You would have gotten a nice gift. Now the question is whether you get any gift. I've invited Jim to every one of my children's birthday Thank parties. You, he I went to one. That. You went to one, I did. which you did show up. You held my daughter. Uh-huh. You made fun of my lake, which you called a pond, and then you left. <laughs> well, I went to that Sweet Sixteen party you too. Did you sure go did. To that. So that's twice. Man, Pikmin, you there must you go, go awful. Mark. Here's Brad's. Who said Not that? Really. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Uh, it's about the club. We have to keep going. Now, who said that? Cooper Hefner. Barbara Palma, the owner of the Pulse Nightclub, or Amaro Tarek, is that his name? Yep. With Orlando City. Oh, yeah, defenseman. It's about the club. We have to keep going. Cooper Hefner, Barbara Palma, Amaro Tarek. You have lifelines. Okay, lifelines. What do you What do y'all think? All right, I've got two angles here. I'm dual angle. Here's the thing. Pinkman. Mm-hmm. Pulse, obviously, we just had the remembrance, and we got to keep moving on, but we want to remember it, but I know it's the thing. But... The head coach of the Orlando Magic or Orlando City just got fired. Mm. So maybe the guy is thinking, hey man, it's about the club, which is the name of the soccer team, is club. So that's where I'm kind of that split. What are you thinking, Lincoln? That, uh, that sounds good. I'm going to go with this Tarek fella. Everybody's Toulouse? going with Tarek. Uh, what do you want to do, Mark? Amro Tarek, Barbara Palma with the Pulse Night Club, or Cooper Hefner? Let's go with uh, the consensus. All right, Amro Tarek. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, yeah, baby. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's our Egyptian <laughs> defender. Sweet. Eddie, Eddie don't, don't, don't make me break He's up the quaaludes, all right? Just, uh, it's the yeah. Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on, my NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off. So you want a winner. Oh. Back to So You Want a Winner. Yeah, let's find our next contestant here. Here we go. Hold on for just a second. Ron, you ready to play? Hey, Ron. Okay. Hey, how are you? Okay, Ron. Thanks for hanging in there, buddy. I appreciate it. Here we go. True or false. You have lifelines, by the way. True or false. The new IBM Summit supercomputer is the world's smartest and most powerful, capable of 200,000 trillion calculations per second. Is that true or false? You have lifelines if you need them. Well, I sure could use one. Okay, then. All right. Uh, hey, sounds like you're at the pool hall. But IBM Summit <laughs> no, supercomputer. Matt, Matt Publix here getting some groceries. Oh, I love groceries. I'm glad you still call them that. 
Um, Pinkman, I think that it's false. What do you think, Pink? 200,000 trillion calculations per second. I mean, the number just seems too out true. there. How can they have gotten that Pinkman number? says true. Another split Computers. decision. What do you want to do there, uh, Ron? True or false? Yeah, let's go with false. Let's go with false. That's your said. final answer. I'm sorry, it's true, and no. you hung on for 22 oh, minutes. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Good luck with your groceries. Oh, okay. Sorry. All right, let's move on to our We're good friend, uh, good friend Beth. Hello, Beth. <laughs> I'm a good friend. All right, Beth. Here we go. All right, pipe down. True or false? 11 percent of Americans do not use the internet. Is that true or false? 11 percent of Americans do not use. The internet is that true or false? Beth is one. I yeah, I am one. I do not. <laughs> so, um, okay, boys, I'm going to say it's true. But what do y'all think? Untrue, Beth. I believe the number is higher. I think there's more off the I, grid than you think. Yeah, I think it's higher. Mm. So that would be false. Well, you want to use Pinkman, see what he says? I'm going to say true. I Pinkman feel like true. most people are connected these days. So another split decision, Beth. What do you right. think? 11% of Americans do not use the Internet. True or false? Uh, God darn y'all. <laughs> um, oh, man, come on, boys. Wait, what do y'all, why do y'all mess me up like this? It's Eddie's fault, really. Mm. My voice is a rainbow of cosmic happiness. Oh, no, it always is. Mm. And oh, he just thinks, sound very and he thinks it's that, higher Eddie. than 11%. Pinkman says that's about right, 11%. That's all. Okay, let's go. What did you say, Pinky? True? He did say true, yeah. Eddie said false. It's higher. True or false, Beth? True. That's your final answer? Come on, Beth. Come on. Yes. Yay! It is true. Yeah, you're right. It is true. Eleven yeah, percent. Right, Round two. Nailed here's it. Mo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is Brad's in the news stories ripped from the headlines, and here we go. They are multiplying like rabbits, all the while causing internet, phone, and power outages. But they didn't stop there. They're damaging landscapes and levees and seawalls, roofs and patios, and the coup de gras, contaminating pools with poop. South Florida is beginning to look like Jurassic Park. What kind of lounge lizard would inflict such carnage? Iguanas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's your final answer? There you go. You are correct. Uh, All right, uh, nice. Beth, moving on to Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. It's a little bit long. Listen up. Here we go. You have lifelines. Quote, okay. every day is like Father's Day for me. Talking to him, looking up, giving him a little wink, and telling him I appreciate him. Now, who said that? Tiger Woods? Willie Taggart from Florida State University, or Barbara Stanwyck from the miniseries The Foreign Birds. Every day is like Father's Day. Get it? From me, talking to him, looking up, giving him a little wink, and telling him I appreciate him. Tiger Woods, Willie Taggart, Barbara Stanwyck. Okay. Give me some help here, because I'm thinking Barbara Stanwyck from Thornbirds. Remember that, Same. the Thornbirds? Oh, the, with Richard so I Chamberlain. do remember that, uh, yes. Richard Chamberlain was the priest. All right, let's she not, had a thing oh, for Richard Chamberlain, boy. and all of a sudden the scene cuts to where all of a sudden uh, you uh, watch Barbara Stanwyck uh, going lower and no. lower lower like she's getting down on her knees. And Stop going, it. I turn yeah, and say, yeah, is she yeah. praying? What is she? Oh, oh my goodness. That's what she's doing, Barbara. all right. It's a priest. I can't I believe it. And it's Richard but, Chamberlain. Yeah, okay. 
Hey, they got to have it, too. Yeah. Well. All right, listen here, miss. Right. Tiger okay. Woods, Willie Taggart, Barbara Stanwyck, use your lifelines if you need them. Oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. I always bring you up all kinds of craziness. But I'm yeah. telling you. Boys, come on, boys. Help me What do you think there, Eddie? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'm, I'm going to say, Miss Beth, that it's Willie Taggart, because I believe Bobby Bowden is a like a father figure to him, and that every day is like Father's Day since he works with small boys who are becoming men in football. Bam. I say Barbara Stanwyck for all the aforementioned reasons. I just brought that up because it was, I mean, for mm. its time. God I mean, you look at it now, it's no big deal, but for its time at the Thornbirds, it was like, what it's is It's still this? racy. Yes, it's still racy. 100%. Yeah. Barbara. Okay, now, what you going to eliminate Phillips. Oh, listen oh, to her. Well, because you referred to me by my last name instead of my first name and my last name, I'm not going to eliminate anything. Tiger well, Woods. I always call you my best buddy. Oh, Jeff. see, look at that. <laughs> Tiger Woods, Willie Taggart, Barbara Stanwyck. Come on. Are you eliminating her? Uh, Tiger Woods, uh-oh. Willie Taggart, Barbara oh, Stanwyck. Oh, now he's in a mood, Beth. Now you did it. Oh, boy, I always bring out the... The best. worst, yes, yeah. honest to God. No, I bring out the best of Jim Phillips. Oh, Tiger man. Woods, Willie Taggart, Barbara Stanwyck. Give me one off. No, he's not I doing it. Now you screwed it up. That. Nope. The more you beg, you got, you, got, you got a one in three chance of getting it right. Those, yeah. are, those aren't on bad. Yeah, that's what. I ain't even gonna say anything. No, right. da, 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 da. Okay. All right, I'll take one name oh, off. I'm being great. He's gonna take a name off. Be quiet for a second. Cooper Hefner. No, that's not even on here. Oh, that's right. So it's either Tiger Woods, Willie Taggart, or Barbara Stanwyck. All right, come on, boys, help me. Barbara Stanwyck. Pinkman says Barbara Stanwyck. Pinkman agrees with you, honey. That's good. That's that was my. Eddie says. Willie still Taggart. Willie Taggart. Eddie is stuck and Tiger on Woods Taggart. is still out there. Come on, Beth. I'm running up against the clock here, honey. Okay. Barbara Stanwyck. That's your final answer? Yeah. I'm sorry. No. It's uh, Willie Taggart. Eddie was right. Dude. Well, Beth, I tried. Well played. Nice. Eddie, well played. Yeah. You just stayed under you, the radar, Eddie. You could tell it as well as you could have. No, but you saw that, right? What? Saw what? Oh, no, it. What just happened, right? What happened? What happened? Oh. No, no, no. Dude, no offense to Beth. We had gotten already to the point where you just needed an answer, and she went back to, all right, boys, help me out now. And it was like, we already did. Yeah, we helped I know. you out. You Mr. saw that, right? That was like we an did. interesting deja vu that wasn't deja vu-ish. It was just like a... No, it wasn't Dave. Dave. No, no it, deja it was vu. Beth. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dave. all about Beth. Yeah, there's that. It wasn't deja that. vu. So, uh, here we go with Beth again. I know. <laughs> but, dude. Eddie. He's going to wet his pants, I think. Oh, my. Eddie, it's all right. It's weak laughing. Maybe you had deja vu. No, I didn't. No, I'm telling you. No, else did. no, I'm telling you. It was like we just done take one, and we just started take two again, but we already did take one. Yeah, but I was I fully know, aware Eddie, of that. I know, Eddie. It's okay. Okay, because it just Because like, you looked at me, and I told him, why is he looking at me like that? <laughs> I don't look at you like that that often, but dude. Well, that oh. was weird. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm serious. I was like, we didn't. We already... Yeah, but we did. Yeah, You're but we did. Crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. it's just Beth, you know, kind of doing it again. 
Wow. It's okay, Deep Eddie. Breath. Settle down. Was, wow, man. That was cool. All right, let me take a little break. When we come back, four more contestants to go. Another Steve, you've been hanging in there for a while. We'll help you out. There's Marsha, same thing. Mike, maybe a little bit. Roberto, yeah, I don't think so. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A city forgot to put up traffic signs and caused a major traffic jam. Boy, that's one step further than the classic Orlando Prince and prank. Next. The world's fattest hedgehog has been placed on a diet and exercise regimen. Time to go from world's fattest to world's fittest, baby. Finally, a musical has cancelled its dates in Hungary after there have been some claims that it could turn children gay. Silly Hungarians. Don't they know scientists only have the ability to turn frogs gay with chemicals so far? The musicals have proven unsuccessful as of yet. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Orlando City travels to Georgia to take on rival Atlanta United this Saturday. Coverage begins at 6.30 p.m. on our sister station, FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Do you want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah. So you want to win a... Back to So You Want a Winner. Four contestants to go. Let's get to Steve, who's been holding on forever. All right, Steve, I'm going to help you with this one, all right? As long as you don't piss me off too much. Here don't we call go. Phillips, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't do that. Here we go. True or false, Steve? Professionals spend an average of nine minutes choosing their office attire. Is that true or false? Lifelines. Yeah, well, you wouldn't know it around here. Here's the... Oh, Am I right? What? I picked out this tie-dye especially for today. I, nice. I said professionals. Oh, so Professionals oh, spend an average of nine minutes choosing their office attire. Is that true or false? Here's the thing, Pink. I don't think those are the guys that lay out their clothes the night before. I think they ponder that morning, so I'm going to say yes. True. I'm saying true. What do you nine think? Uh, say. False. I'll go with true. Okay. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, well, I'm going to give it to you because I don't know if it's true or false because Brad didn't put down the right answer. Uh, Sweet. No, so. no, look down the next line. It's there. It's true. Where? Oh, I see. see it, it is true. Double Sorry sweet. about that. My Thanks, mistake. Brad. No worries. You get a point. Here's Mo. Yes. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. It was 1968. It was a turbulent time. There was one place people could keep cool during the long, hot summer. Acts like the Doors, the Beach Boys, Ray Charles rocked and rolled through the coolest small town in America. The town was just bossed around again during a major revival. Where is this musical mecca? Lifelines. Lifelines. Mm. Dude, do you, uh, it's not Hollywood Bowl, like uh, in California. Uh-uh. It's not the, Radio wait. City Music Hall. I'm here in Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Okay, New Jersey. Right. New Jersey. Right. Yeah. Trenton. All right, so it's not Trenton. Atlantic City. Atlantic no. City, New Jersey? Jersey no. Shore. Nope. Uh, Colorado? What? No, Is we're, it Northeast? No, New Jersey. It's we're going New, New Jersey. Jersey. It's oh, New Jersey. It's New Jersey. Giant Stadium. Where? Oh, um, East Rutherford. Mm. That's where Giant Stadium is. Mm-mm. Good oh. job, Eddie. Oh, um, how about Trenton? I said Trenton. Uh, what about that other one? With the begins with an M. No, it begins with an A. Morristown. Oh, uh, that would be Albany. No, that's Albany, New York. Um, Akron. Uh, that's Ohio. No, Akron, uh, New Jersey. I don't know. If Where's that? Akron, New Jersey. Is it a city? 
Altamont? It's kind of a city. No. Yeah, I, I would say. City. Uh, yeah, Altamont more totally. than Iowa, Jack. I have no I idea. I think it's oh. a city. Alam- no. You've mentioned no, it no. before, Jack. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no Allentown. No, that's in Pennsylvania. Sorry, Bruce. Steve, do you have any idea? Bro, we're dying here. I was thinking it was a Fillmore, but... No, 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 no. It's a, it's it's a, a town. It's more a of city. a place. Yeah, it's town. a place. It's a location in New Jersey. Ah. I Applebee's. Jack can help me. Applebee's. <laughs> Applebee's. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Applebee's. Uh, we have those Asbury in New Jersey. Asbury Park. Asbury Park. 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 That's a great one. Yeah, because you did a live. Asbury Park. You got nice. it, baby. Nice move on your part. Give him enough time to check the map. Here we go. Brad, who said that? Good job. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote. Quote, but nothing would ever take the love of the game away from me. Who said that? Lou Gehrig? LeBron James, Pete Rose, but nothing would ever take the love of the game away from me. Lou Gehrig, LeBron James, Pete Rose. I'm thinking Pete Rose, but I want Lifelines. What do you think, Lifelines? I agree with the Pete Rose. I was also going to agree Oh, some uh, unanimous for Pete Rose. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Sorry, no. LeBron James. Nice work, guys. I was rooting for you, sir. Well, we tried. Here you he is. Uh, here we go, Marsha. Ready to go? I'm ready. All right, Marsha, true or false? America's highways are decidedly less safe on April 20th, the day when stoners publicly celebrate marijuana. Some people call it Mary Jane. Is that true or false? I'll say true. Oh, true. Right That's your final answer. Yeah, good for you. Round two. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines, and yours <laughs> is a common bond. Seattle, Denver, and Dallas. What do these three cities have in common? Wow. I'd give you a clue, but that would be cheating. So, um, They all have, what was the middle one? Yeah, use a lifeline. You're going to need help on this. Uh, Seattle, Denver, and Dallas. Mm-hmm. They no. all have football teams? No, no, no. Hold on. Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. I'll Dallas take the lifeline. All right, you're going to get it too. Don't get excited. <laughs> They're going to make the Mary Jane legal. How about the Mar- legal all, Mary Jane? No, it's already legal in Seattle. Already. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Oh. oh, you you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> um, they're all vying for LeBron James's talents in basketball. Mm-hmm. No, Ooh, um, yes. they are. Tech. Maybe um, they're trying to be host cities for the World Cup. No, they're in leading the years. list for something. Ooh, they're leading the list for the mm-hmm. most people that have unemployment. Nicest cities to no, live. No, 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 no. Best place to raise those children. No. Highest rent. Mm-mm. Gonna legalize gambling. No. Hey, you're, getting, yeah. you're moving into vice territory. They're, nah, the global, uh, they are, they're the global leader in this thing. Uh, the, the weed. Just no. straight up weed. No, no, no. Uh, pharmaceuticals. Mm, oh, I thought no, you said crop substitution. It has nothing to do with pharmaceuticals. It has something to do More. with crops. No, oh, it doesn't have anything no, to do with crops. No, 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 oh. um, It's closer to prostitution than just anything I've heard so far. Uh, maybe they're having uh, legalized brothels. Mm-mm. Oh. Um, Leading the list of <laughs> potential places the... to hook up, making sweet love. Uh, it's they're in the top twenty cities in the country for having an affair. Yeah, Ooh, oh, that's not good. Seattle was. Uh-huh, Seattle. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah Marcia, how do you know it was Seattle? I mean, why would you say something like that? That's about where the her boyfriend. Those poor Seattle people. <laughs> that cute because boy I in the heard coffee it shop. On the... Early show. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go, Marsha. Uh, who said that? Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. I finally realized 
that being grateful to my body was key to giving more love to myself. Not quite sure what that means, mm-hmm. but we'll go with it anyway. Adele, Rihanna, Oprah. I finally realized that being grateful to my body was key to giving more love to myself. Adele, Rihanna, Oprah. Well, I'm going to say Adele, but I need a lifeline, maybe. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to think it was Rihanna. I don't think it's Adele. It's my nemesis, Oprah Winfrey, because mm-hmm. she's just happy with her show. What do you think, Eddie? I mean, uh, Pinkman. I was going to guess Adele. So we got Adele. What did you say, Eddie? Oprah? I said Oprah. And Rihanna. Oprah. Adele, Rihanna, Oprah. I finally realized that being grateful to my body was key to giving more love to myself. Could you please eliminate one? Oh, Mr. <laughs> Jim Phillips. Oh, yes, I will. He's calling you a whole name now. How That's... about eliminating two? All right, I will, uh, no, get, I will get rid of Rihanna. Okay. It's there either Adele or Oprah. <laughs> Marsha. I think Adele. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna I'm gonna scratch Adele. And All right. A, and I think Oprah. Come on. That's your final answer. Seriously. Yeah, there you yes. go. Good job, Marsha. Yay, Marsha. All right, good job. Oh my god. Oh my god. Really? Well, she she paid attention. Right. She knew what to do, yes. how to play it. She <laughs> yeah. played it perfectly. And she knew, just, she knew what not to do. To play. <laughs> All right, Roberto, listen closely. Here we go. All right, buddy? Yes, sir. All right, true or false? The average salary for a secondary school teacher in Alaska is over $85,000. Is that true or false? Oh, but I get a lifeline? Oh, yeah, I guess so. You know, I give him two of you. The two of you for him. Two, I mean, what? whatever. <laughs> I, Here's two of them. Both these guys. Here's the thing, Pinkman. I, I, as crazy as it sounds, because obviously all the teacher salaries here are not nearly as that much, you'd have to live in Alaska. So I'm going to say it's true. What's wrong with Alaska? Yeah, yeah what's little, wrong with Alaska, cold, bro? A little chilly, a little dark. little same. About the midnight yeah, sun. I don't know they got mm. benefits over there, so. Oh, yeah. The yeah, average salary for a secondary school teacher in Alaska is over $85,000. True or false? Yeah, I'll go true. And he says true. I mean, uh, Pinkman says yeah. true. Sorry, mm-hmm. late in the day. Oh, my God. Uh, Who am I? True or false? Secondary teacher. Yeah, secondary teacher. You got that right. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say it's true. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Oh, you got that one right. Okay, right. round two. Good All luck, right. T. Here we go. Woo-hoo. Come on. All right. Stories ripped from the headlines. Here we go. Hippy dippy common bond for you. Norovirus, streptococcus, which gives you a sore throat and herpes simplex, the cold sore virus. What do these diseases have in common? <laughs> Think of a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Norovirus, streptococcus, which gives you uh, and the, the uh, herpes. Now, think of uh, George at a Seinfeld uh, mm-hmm. in a Seinfeld episode at a party. Uh, uh, lifeline. Yeah, they're trying. Do okay. you think they're made up words? No, no, no they're it's not like made a up double no, dipping situation. Double dipping. Double dipping. Double dipping. Pinkman had a it, double it dipping. It actually causes uh, bacteria. You know, every time you put it in your mouth yeah. and back in it's the like bowl. Put your whole face in the dip. Yeah. You're double dipping. Double. T- yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, this is Brad. Brad's who said that. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. It's such a big company. When you have such a big company, you're bound to have a few idiots. <laughs> oh, I know. Kobe Bryant, Elon Musk, Jim Phillips. It's such a big company. 
When you have such a big company, you're bound to have a few idiots. Kobe Bryant, Elon Musk, Jim Phillips. You have lifelines? Lifelines? I'm going to go with Jim Phillips. I'm going to go with Phillips. They say it's me. Oh, my God. Mm. I know, right? It's uh, Mr. Phillips. Yeah. No, it's not me. Well, I'll give you a clue. It's not right. me. I didn't say that. Dang it. I know, I know. I said worse things than that. That was not one of now them. Now we're then down with Kobe. Kobe. Kobe Bryant or Elon Musk. It's such a big company. When you have such a big company, you're bound to have a few idiots. Kobe Bryant. Elon Musk. Mamba. Split decision. Kobe Bryant or Elon Musk. The space mamba. Elon Musk. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Sorry, dude. Kobe Bryant. Thanks for playing. So you want to win it. Mm. To help. Oh, yes. Once again, my children, it is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. Just an update. Uh, five you- dead and many more wounded in that shooting in Annapolis, Maryland. The uh, suspect is in custody. Latest headline is that they found the suspect hiding under a desk. All right, it's time to get our chakras aligned, our chi flowing. Here's Eddie the Shaman. Well, one of the things I was going to do is ring a little bit of love because, you know, we still need love. Don't forget, uh, balance the hate with the love, balance the anger with the happy. One of the things uh, we talked about last week that was really funny, Mo and I and Jim have in common is woodpeckers. So, Jim, I want you to know, I was reading this and I thought of you because it's such a beautiful little statement. Ready, ready, ready? Okay. Woodpecker on a tree. That's his drum. He's got it drumming now. Isn't that cool? So the woodpecker not only looks for food inside the tree, but he uses it as a drum. And the woodpecker is one of the only creatures that can actually repeatedly bash its head against something in careless abandon and not hurt itself. It's a very unique thing. So, Jim, I want you to think about that woodpecker because he's going to take us on a journey. And one of the things the woodpecker has been talking about is the rains. So, brothers and sisters of love, does the weather affect you? It doesn't have to, but you can let it or you don't have to let it. For example, the next time it rains, I want you to think about this. Time out. Maybe there's a reason why the rain is falling at this time. Maybe you're not meant to drive. Maybe you're not meant to play soccer at that time. Maybe, if you think about it, maybe the grass and the lakes and the ponds and the rivers, they just need a little extra attention. So think about it. It's just a cosmic timeout, but that's okay because now when you think about it, here's a great thing. Jim, you know those times when they were making jeans and then they made like acid watch jeans and stone wash jeans? What was the whole point of that? It wasn't a fashion statement. It was actually to make the jeans more comfortable and soft, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Ah, so think about this. For those people that get those brand new jeans, they're like, ah, I got to wear them in. I got to get them beaten in stuff. You know what? When it's raining like that really hard, stick them outside. Let them get just soaked with the rain because think about it. All those raindrops are falling miles from the sky. And if you leave it out on concrete, it kind of beats it and it slaps it. And that'll actually soften the fabric. Mm. So sometimes you can soften your clothes by letting it sit in the rain where most people would say, no, 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 Ah. go the other way. You got to get your clothes out of the rain. So think of it as a serenity shower. It's so beautiful, Jim, because if you feel it washing away the dirt of you and the dirt of the world, that's why when it stops raining, you can go, 
game on. We can get back in the pool. We can go run outside. If you want to go skitching, you know, Jim, a lot of people, when you have a field, what's skitching? Well, skitching in the winter is when you grab on the back of a car, and as it's driving, you're skitching on the back of your heels. Uh But there's skitching in the summer where if you have a really big like field and you have one of those little drainages that just gets enough rain in it, and you go running, you can skitch on your belly in the sun. You know, some people don't believe in ever washing their jeans. True. Very Just like not cleaning your walk. To. I can yeah. understand that. Yeah, rarely. So, so how long are you supposed to wear them before? You, okay, time for a time for a walk. When they get stinky, I would Two say. Days, I think three if you, days, five days, a week, three weeks, a month. I would say once you take them yeah, off, if they're not moving, if they stand still, then it's time to maybe crack out a little soap and suds <laughs> or just beat them by a rock down by the river. Even That's what we used to do. Smell test or something? Yeah, nah, I don't smell my them. jeans. That's weird. That's just weird. Don't smell your jeans. That's awkward. How do you know if your clothes smell like bung or not? You know. Oh, God. Oh, you don't need to put them up next to you to know. They smell like bung. Here's the thing. Think no. about this. Here we go. Now I know some of you are thinking, hey, man, I'm just on my own way. I just wear my own clothes. I just don't decide to shower. That's your choice. But think about your path that you're on. Are you on a stinky prana path or are you on a good prana path? Because, Jim, a lot of times people aren't feeling the energies that are out there. For example, energy of the sun, energy of the wind. Ooh, the wind's blowing. I'll stick my clothes outside. They'll get dry. Ooh, the sun's shining. I'll stick my clothes outside. They'll get dry. But, Jim... What if the energies are not what you think they are? What if the energies are reversed? For example, you're in traffic. Are the energies telling you, Jim, hey, man, go for it? No, they're saying you sure wouldn't really be on the road right now because you're stuck in traffic and you're getting angrier and angrier. You ever notice that, Jim? Mm. Or do you just give over to the traffic? And uh, you're like, either or sometimes one or the other. It's, it depends. Ah. Sometimes I'm easy, easy, easy peasy. Other times it's like I'm really getting torqued off here, folks. I'm really, you got it. And it hurts. Because it's not that you're getting upset with them, it's you're upset with yourself because you're in that situation and it hurts because you want to help them. Like, hey, turn your signal on or put your phone down or, hey, if you're front in the uh, stoplight, please don't look at your phone so that way you can go. I want them to get the out of the way. And that's why, brothers and sisters, it says right here, make your path clear and bright. Energy fields on either side, positive, negative, masculine, feminine. But here's the thing. I don't know about you, but the sound of a nice little haw car horn, Jim. Every now and then you ever... (laughs) What's really great is that sometimes they just need to hear that because it shakes them out of their own reality that is kind of being shared by the other people on the road, would you not say? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's why every now and then... the cell phone. Yep. Step on the accelerator. Yes, yes. It makes the car go. And that's why sometimes, Jim, it's not passive-aggressive. It's beautiful. I hold the horn down just long enough to the point where I'm still driving with them, and the horn's still going, and I'm just driving by them. And you're still holding the horn, and they're like, why are you still holding the horn? I'm moving because I just want to hear the sound of the car horn. It's not about you, bro. Take a step back, bro. It wasn't about you. It was about me and my car horn. Because, Jim, I use the energy to hold down the horn to make it go beep. Have you ever thought about this, Jim? Probably not. Good. Because cosmic mindfulness is something that we should all have, but believe it or not, you already got it, dude. You know you need to put gas in the tank. You know you need to put food in your body. You know you need to bring Catherine something, something nice. It's not that hard. Mo, when you give George his space that he can go and do his thing, doesn't it secretly make you feel better knowing that you're doing that for him? So great. So think about that cosmic uh, mindfulness, okay. man. Right now, think about this. Be aware of what the situation needs. Maybe be a leader. Oh, not of anyone else. Be a leader of yourself. Okay. That's why, Jim, you'll never drink blueberry coffee. No, you got that uh. right. And it's okay because you know something? If you think about it, have you guys ever played follow the leader as a child? 
Sure. Have you ever played Follow the Leader when you're the leader? Uh, yeah. What? Mo's done it. You haven't done it yet. You got to figure that out this weekend. I don't Here, think so. Oh, oh yes, I think you do. No, I don't. Think I so. think you will think of it. Because uh, that's I when. That seriously. No, oh, no, no, no. It's really I worth have, it. I get the uh, secret inner tonality, knowing that secretly you will do it. Yes. Jim? Now that most seconded it, it's guaranteed. Uh, no, no, no. It's so worth it. <laughs> so worth it, Eddie. Here's the thing. If you really need to think about it, brothers and sisters of love, cosmic mindfulness is not that hard. Make sure there's enough gas in the tank. Okay. Make sure you got enough food for your, for your family, your friends, even the pets. Make sure you're giving enough. And most importantly, think about this. What? If you're maybe having a, a party or a gathering and not everyone can be invited, just let them know. Mm. Just let them know. That yeah. way they feel better about <laughs> themselves. And most importantly, our power animal is, guess what? <laughs> A woodpecker. Of course. And the woodpecker told me to tell you, Jim, that you must flash with brilliance. Jim, you must find what's underneath. And most importantly, Jim, my favorite, be in touch. So now, brothers and sisters of love, many things to think about. Enjoy the 4th of July. Enjoy your independence. Make sure you have a bucket of water next to the fireworks. And take a deep breath. And Let it go. Ah. And remember, three things will keep what's you that? happy in this universe. Peace. Love. And what's that say? The Phillips file. Deep breath. In. Shut up. Ah. <laughs> That's it. Good job, Eddie. Let's get out of here. Uh, Jim Colbert show tomorrow between three and seven. I'm off next week. I think we got the Phillips file on Monday and Tuesday. And then it's best of, I think, for three days. And I'll be back the following Monday. So let's do it. Stay safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Stay safe for those fireworks as well. But have a good time. Happy 4th of July. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk. As often as you can, buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Good night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth.